I thought COVID was supposed to fucking kill everyone. I thought everyone was supposed to fucking die. We were going to Georgia Guidestones. We are going to reduce the population to fucking 500,000 people on Earth. They were all going to move out to fucking Wyoming and Montana. and We were all going to live fucking three football fields apart from each other. Everyone was going to get their own fucking ranch. And the entire world, there's going to be 500,000 fucking people on it. What the fuck is going on? There's supposed to be 1,000 people per fucking country. Pick whatever country you want. Start whatever cult you want. Fucking whatever culture you want. Fucking back to the alpha days. Pick a whoever in those thousand people fucking rises up the fastest as the new fucking president of that country. Gets to run that country. Gets to build their own core values. Install their own culture of that fucking country. COVID promised us depopulation. It promised us death and it gave us fucking nothing. gave us nothing. It was supposed to kill off all the fucking people. And here we are today. Fucking, uh, they're still alive. And now all we have is inflation and high gas prices. I don't fucking understand what what the point of COVID was. They marketed it. They scared everyone. It went viral. Fucking everyone was clicking on COVID. All right. It was a viral virus. All the Google bubble filters had you fucking scared. If you believed in COVID, you were in a Google bubble filter receiving your daily dose and injection of nothing but fucking bubble filtered COVID's going to fucking kill everyone in the world articles that you read every day and you went fucking, you became mentally unstable and unhinged and you started wearing masks. In third world countries, you know how they get fucking, they squish the, why do they always talk about middle America? Cause they want to squish it like a fucking new chocolate Nutella sandwich. Billionaire elites are the top piece of the bread. All the fucking poor people are the bottom bread. They put the little middle American fucking jelly in the middle and they squish the fucking bread together. They put the bread in a fucking air fryer on 375 degrees and they fucking, they toast the top with butter and the, and the bottom with butter and the cheese in the middle, the middle American fucking cheesy fucking white guy white guys who say, let's fucking go. Oh, Tom Brady's coming back? LFG. Let me type LFG with two little emojis of fucking scotch glasses, because I'm a fake drunk. I don't fucking... I, I only have two little glasses of fucking scotch, and and then sometimes when all the kids go to sleep and my wife goes to sleep, I sneak into the garage, and I take a little fucking... I take some Reggie out of a fucking t- little Tupperware 
and they keep it from going stale and I put it in the little pipe I bought from the condom sense fucking half of its fucking uh, dildos and pocket pussies and I never even tried to fuck one not even one time even though they look super real and when you do try to fuck them you're like damn this pussy's better than real pussy and I, oh, I don't even have to fucking like coax her into doing doing anything with my cock I can just fucking fuck it and then go to the sink and I can spray the sink water into the fucking pussy hole and get the cum to fucking leak out and I can clean the fucking I can clean the fake pussy with my fingers wipe it down with a maybe like a a bleach wipe make sure it air dries just leave it on the bathroom counter my my fake Jenna Jameson August Nicole fucking uh fake it's like a it's like a cinder block of pussy and butthole. I could just leave it on the bathroom counter to fucking air dry. My wife doesn't care, right? Your wife doesn't want to fuck you anyways. You want to save your marriage? Set up a fucking fuck schedule. Every Thursday we're going to fuck. You have no fucking choice. I'm not going to grab your ass. I'm not going to fucking... When you go to hug me, I'm not going to cup one of your fucking titties. I'm not going to go go to kiss you and then you show your ear and I go, and I just blow in your fucking ear. And you're like, why do you always do that? Why do you kiss my ear? You know how fucking loud it is? Let me do it to you. I hope you're ready tonight, babe, for me not to come on Thursday night because I've been fucking this... I've been fucking this fake pussy I got from the condom sense store. I just fucking tag it. I sometimes I just I, you just put it on the fucking you just put it put this the block of pussy fucking cheese on the bed on the bed and I just lay on top of it and I just fucking hump this little fucking cinder block and I fucking come into it. Oh yeah, it's fucking oh yeah, and then I just you know, pretend it's a fucking you just pretend it's your favorite waitress at fucking tight ends or hooters or wherever you fucking go with the guys for fucking beers dude the the girls there they smile at me and they give they watch me eat my fucking cheeseburger and if the, with the ketchup and the french fries and the wings and i got wing sauce all in my face and she's smiling at me and i was like and i look at her and i and i i'm like i have wing sauce on my face you wouldn't come on yours and she's like, ha, ha, in any other restaurant, we call the cops. But here you can say shit like that if you're going to tip me good. And she turns around and she just lets you, like, shove your fucking thumb up her ass for, like, a 35% tip. And she does, she's not going to, she doesn't care. She knows what's happening. She knows that in America now, gas is so fucking expensive, okay? And she's got to pay for gas, all right? And she knows that you fucking, you just want to shove your thumb up her ass. All right. And you're just looking for gas. And you just say to her, you hold your hand open. You're like, babe, do it. And she's like, what? Fucking just fart in my fucking hand real quick. And she goes, she squeezes it up. Squeezes it out and you ball you ball the fart up in your hand so it gets all over your fingertips and your palms, and then you you put it to your mouth, and you fucking battleship yourself with the waitress's 
fucking gas at tight ends you put in your mouth. Dude, because who fucking, I mean, come on. Who cares? You're not going to be one of those guys who says you don't eat ass, right? Oh, it fucking smells. It's like, it's not about if it smells or fucking what it tastes like. That's not what it's about. It's not what it's about. All right? It's about being alpha males, and alpha males eat ass. All right? First thing you got to do is you shove your tongue up her ass. It's going to feel a little rubbery, okay? And you're going to, you're going to get, you're going to like, just roll your eyes in the back of your head like a great white shark. You know, those fucking, those white eyelids come over their fucking eyes and you just take your tongue to make it stiff, right? You know, I know you're a faggot and you practice shot tying cherry stems and shit and you're like, look at the tricks I can do with my tongue. And you can, like, separate your tongue into, like, three tongues. And sh- I know you do all that gay shit. So just do it to her, asshole. All right? You're an alpha male who loves to eat asshole. And you fucking, you go down on her. You push her legs back behind her head so her butt crack is completely open. And her pussy's open. And you fucking, sure, you start maybe eating her pussy. But then you just take your tongue and you, like a fucking, and you check her oil, and you and you just shove your tongue up her fucking ass. Pull that tongue out. It should look like a fucking sugar daddy. All right? You're not going to get fucking Jack in the Box, E. coli, and they have to shut the fucking restaurants down, but people are like, I swear to God, they have good breakfast go there. I'm like, I remember that story as a kid. Are you sure I'm not going to be eating shit? And and your girl just be like, you just ate my ass. And you're like, and you're, you say, touche, my lord. And you're like, I am fucking going to Jack and Box. Fuck you. And she's like, eat shit. And you're just like, oh my god. What is going on in America? There's some entendres for you. I don't, entendres are not just for rappers. All right. They're for podcasters too. Okay. And I just thought that COVID was going to kill all these fucking SoundCloud rappers, all these TikTokers, all these fucking Instagrammers. I thought all the people who made selfies and called it content were going to die. You got a haircut and and you took a picture of your haircut and you put it on the internet. I'm not liking the picture of your fucking haircut. If I saw you in person, would I fucking say like, hey, man, that's a great haircut. Would you go up to your guy friend and be like, hey, man, did you get your haircut? It looks really good. You might say that to a woman. You might be like, babe, I like the way you colored your hair. Or that looks nice. You know, you say it to your teacher, your grandma, your mom. I like your hair. It's something you say to women, right? Hey, I like your hair. I noticed that you did something different. And I, I'm just showing you some respect and appreciation. But I'm not going to go up to a, a guy and be like, hey, man, I really like that Drake temp fade. I like your, I like that fade you got, bro. I like your haircut. So why am I going to go on Instagram and like your fucking filtered fucking picture, X-Pro filter picture of, of your fucking haircut? 
and the sick this is the sick thing about this is the truly sick part you think people give a shit like you think that people are fucking cannot wait for you to drop some haircut content <laughs> why don't you drop if you this is the video i would like a picture if you drop it of you just getting done shaving your pubes you don't have to show cock. You can just tuck your tuck your cock in between your legs, okay? Like tuck it back and turn to your wife and be like, "Hey, check out my fruit basket." And it's just your wiener and your nuts behind your legs underneath your butt cheeks. Would you like an apple today? Pretend you're a teacher. Pretend you're a Cameron Diaz and bad teacher. You want there's a there's a little worm in that apple and she just squeezes one of your nuts and it kind of lifts a little bit and your penis just is snaking at her. I'm on fire. And and so I will I will maybe I'll like that because it'll show you at least not only do you have a haircut, but you have some guts. You know? The way I I'm I'm just saying. I'm just sick of it. I'm fucking sick of it. This cool culture on the fucking internet. It's like the. It's like uh, it reminds me in high school, like all the preppy kids, the kids that wore Izod and stuff. I used to know this little fucking quasi Greek fucking Indian kid, and he was a total fucking loser. Uh, uh. Slip on vans and jeans, and he just was like a. I don't know. He made a little sweatshirt company called Sparta. It wasn't a company, but it just said Sparta. And he would bring his shirts to school and he would like sell them, but only the preppy kids like wore them. And it'd be like lime green. It would say Sparta on it and there'd be a little Sparta helmet. And I mean, touche. He's a, you know, at that age, he already knew about like fake entrepreneurship. He already knew that you know, PayPal and Cash App and all these things were going to come around and you're going to be able to avoid the IRS by saying you're paying your family and friends back for fucking, you know, just splitting an Uber or whatever. But he was just, he wasn't, he wasn't, he was selling you a t-shirt. And only the cool kids got them. And I, I don't know what it is. And I just remember looking at him and I was like, you, he looks like a faggot. He's a little fucking bowl-cutted Indian kid named Santosh. And I don't care how cool his clothes look because I know the root cause of his clothes were him. They came from him. And so if I wore that shirt, eventually somebody would find out that that was the that was the the person it came from and that was the culture and the cold it came from and he was a I don't know he just looked like a cocksucker and so I didn't get a shirt and you know I don't know I got a fucking on scholarships. I got like I did was more important things. That's why I don't. That's why I don't give a shit about a lot of fucking people. Cause it's like, why do I owe you respect? 
Like, who gives a fuck about if your feelings are hurt? Like, what do I fucking owe you? I don't owe you shit. You didn't fucking do anything for me. You're not doing anything for me. You're not my fucking friend. You're not, I don't fucking know you. It's like, where, why do I owe you fucking respect? What, what, what have you done that I have to fucking worship you and idolize you and fucking because you're alive and you're fucking breathing? You don't even have a song. You don't have anything. You don't have anything. You haven't done fucking anything. Like, I don't even have anything to like except for this picture of your fucking haircut. A picture of you smiling. A picture of you with a fucking... One of your chocolate labs. It's fucking disgusting, bro. Uh, but I look, I thought COVID was going to kill all these fucking people. It didn't kill shit. The fucking, it's a Ponzi scheme. It's a fucking multi-level marketing fucking scam. It's, it's some COVID with some search engine optimization. All right. It didn't do fucking shit. All it was was fucking pictures of fucking hospitals and fucking nurses and doctors. You know what? It's like, it's like, it should be COVID's like a, a holiday for the fucking healthcare community. All right. Like they should celebrate fucking COVID every year. The way people celebrate 9-11 and shit. Fucking, fucking the anniversary of COVID. It's fucking all the nurse. It's nursing week. Nursing week should be on fucking on the day COVID started, March 2020. And they have a potluck and they fucking somebody makes little finger fucking sandwiches like turkey cheese, white bread, finger sandwiches. You're like, that's what that's what you brought to the potluck, you piece of shit was fucking fingerling sandwiches. I, I don't why I, I know that you used your bare hands to touch all that turkey and that bread and the mayonnaise and shit. I'm not fucking eating a fucking sandwich that you put your hands all over, you fuck. You brought fucking turkey sandwiches to the fucking potluck. Get the fuck out of here. What'd you bring, Mickey? And you look in the crock pot and it's fucking it's a uh, sloppy Joe's. And you're like, Jesus fucking Christ, this bitch put Manwich on some hamburger meat in a crock pot. I'm going to eat fucking mom's slot. I'm going to eat fucking hardworking mom has no time for an appropriate dinner. So I'm going to have the kids eat sloppy joes. I fucking love sloppy joes in real life, but I'm not in, not at a potluck. You couldn't even go to the store and get piece of shit sugar cookies with some green fucking sprinkle frosting on it that are absolutely fucking disgusting that fat, gross fucking slobs eat. You check out these store-bought cookies I fucking got. Dude, shut... No! And I'll tell you a secret, all right, you lazy fuck. Even if you don't want to make chocolate chip cookies from scratch, all right, three cups of flour, all right, little baking soda... A fucking uh, cup of sugar, two cups of brown sugar, butter, vanilla. All right. I can make chocolate chip cookies from scratch, you motherfucker. Two fucking eggs. All right. You want to put three and four eggs in there, you're getting into fucking pancake 
fucking cake territory. Learn your fucking egg system when you're cooking, you piece of shit. You want your brownies to be crispy and fucking and flaky and fudgy? They add more white sugar, you dumb fuck. Never learned how to fucking cook. How are you a fucking man? Women don't cook anymore. Men are supposed to cook. How many meals do you know how to cook? Don't just say, oh, you do steaks or fucking, I just man the grill. You know how to make spaghetti and meatballs and ZDs and chilies and fucking uh, crockpot chickens and roasts and fucking, what do you know how to make? Motherfucker, chicken noodle soups, chicken and rices. Can you make any homemade sauces? Huh? Can you cook sweet potatoes in the oven and brown sugar and butter and then make a nice cilantro fucking lime aioli? Put them on skewers for dipping? Can you do that or not? Grow the fuck up. You know? Slice a potato up, put it in a pan... And cook some nice homemade fucking potatoes. Alright, season salt, pepper, butters, some Danos on it. Danos seasoning, it's fucking amazing. Food God seasoning is pretty good too. Little apple cider vinegar won't hurt. A little Worcestershire. Learn how to cook some fucking meals. My dad's a TV chef, he has his own fucking cookbook. Taught me how to make milk and vodka. <laughs> Got my first bike. It was a Huffy Mud Dog. Dad made me ride it to the liquor store with him. I got halfway there. I got fucking scared because my first time on a bike. But I'm a natural athletic person, so I knew how to ride it. It was my first time riding that far on a bike. And he needed to go get that liquor. So I just fucking turned around on that on Seminole Boulevard on that sidewalk. I turned around and went home, and he didn't stop. He didn't fucking care. I was eight. He's like, I'm old enough. And I rode my bike fucking a mile home. And I crashed it in the fucking driveway, and I went inside, and I hid behind the recliner chair. <laughs> Spent the whole night while Dad just ranting and raving and screaming around the house. Where are you? Where the fuck are you at? He's just hammered. And I fucking, and eventually he'd fall asleep. And I think one time the ceiling fan fell on his face. You ever seen a ceiling fan fall out of the fucking ceiling? Onto your face while you're sleeping? That happens. And it doesn't feel good. It fucking hurts. What are you going to do? Are you going to stop sleeping? No. You're just going to fall on your face. You're going to scream. And you're just going to throw it against a fucking wall. And you'll get it in the morning. See, I raised myself like a wolf. My dad passed away when I was a little kid. Little boy. Something special about not having a father. You have to learn to do all the man shit by yourself. You get hyper alpha, hyper aggressive, hyper intense. You get fucking. You, you, you 
fucking fight or flight, bro. You're fucking, you're just dialed in. You're fucking leader of the family. You got to lead the fucking pack. You got to protect the fucking family, dude. You become a man at fucking 10. You're a 10 year old dealing with like, you see like adult males in public and you got to learn to fucking read them and see them. It's just you and mom. And you just get fucking too smart for your own goddamn good. You're only 10 years old with a fucking 30 year old brain. By the time you're 30, like me, you're a fucking 70-year-old in your fucking brain. I'm a, I'm an old Philadelphia homicide detective, World War II fucking B-52 bomber in my fucking brain. You're like, oh, throw God, football and shit. I'm over here like my, the things that I fucking seen give you fucking nightmares. All right? And what I, and I didn't see COVID kill anybody. Fucking pisses me off. They said we were going to be depopulated. And all it did was force everyone to go online and to start fucking trying to be fake. They all lost their jobs. Everybody lost their fucking jobs. Everybody fucking was looking for additional income. You know, this is the thing is you get paid on TikTok and YouTube and all this, but TikTok, I mean, it's easy. Like if you go to, you just need one video to get 10,000 followers on TikTok and you start getting paid. So all these people are just fucking selling out, trying to get paid an extra $57 on TikTok and now everybody's on Instagram and everyone's on TikTok and YouTube and stuff and it's like we're witnessing the proliferation of very average people. Like it's a video of your dog like de- like getting excited about a uh a fucking bull riding and he's barking at you and you reach your hand out and he bites your fucking hand. And that's the video and it gets 97,000 likes. So that video goes viral and it's like, but some, I was talking to this young lady the other day. And she does hair cut. Um, she, like, shows you how to style her curly hair on uh, TikTok. And I, I said, uh, where, are you still making videos and stuff? She said she ran out of content ideas. And so I just, you know, that's what happens to those people with the, with the dog and the haircut, selfies. They just... They run out of content and they have to quit and they have to stop, you know, and, uh, I just want them all to really stop. I wanted them to get COVID. I wanted there to be less population on earth. I wanted, you know, we let these consumable companies, they, and consumables are paper towels and toilet paper and hand soaps and sanitizers. You know, this was their Super Bowl was COVID. 
And you would call them up and you'd be like, I need a pallet of Clorox bleach. And they'd say, I don't have any. And you'd be like, what are you talking about? The pandemic is like, you pray for pandemics. This is your fucking Super Bowl and you don't have any fucking Clorox bleach. And everything was on back order, Granger, all these different companies. Everything was back ordered. And the reason all the staples are closing is because now they do, now they just deliver supplies to office buildings. <laughs> like, it's weird. It's like you think that they used to, you used to go to staples to get like these huge fat heads printed of yourself that you would put on your wall. Like, like when I was a kid, I would have, I would have a fat head of like Brett Favre on my wall and he would watch me sleep because I, I used to be a um, a fan minus the end, put a G in there, a fag just like you. We all go through the phase where we're fucking faggots. I mean, if you've worn an NFL jersey like just one time, you may have not sucked on a cock, but if you've worn another man's NFL jersey just that one time, that's the second closest thing to, to sucking on a cock. So we, we're all guilty of, we're all closet fags deep down inside. All right. And, and so, and that's okay. You know, you hang out with your, your best friend, right? Like your best friend is a guy like just fuck him just one time. Cause maybe you'll find out you're not even friends. You know what I mean? Fuck him one time. Or let him fuck you. And you'll find out. Maybe you're not even friends. Because if you stay friends after you fuck. Then you guys are friends. But if afterwards you're like. Jesus. You really fucking. You started getting weird and stuff. And grabbing my throat. And fucking pinching my ear. And my twisting my nose. And you found a quarter in my ear. While I was blowing you. It's like. And then you you flipped the quarter and you slapped it down on top of your hand and you're like, heads or tails? And and you look as my cock was in your mouth. The I was like, obviously it's heads. And I saw and I lift my hand up. It was it was heads. And I was like, well now it's gonna be tails. And then and then your best guy friend just picked you up and threw you on the carpet and you somersaulted and crashed against the wall and you were like, you never used to be like this when we were friends, Chris. And, and then he's like, I told you it was tails and he throws the quarter as hard as he can at your face. And then he butt fucks you. <laughs> Cause you're your best friends who butt fuck each other. You're butt fucking best friends. We are butt fucking best friends. Um, son why are there carpet burns on your knees uh that's the worst too you're like fucking a girl and like on the carpet and shit and your knees are burning and you're trying to come you know that's fucking hard dude that hurts and you're trying to like you're almost just like laying all your weight on top of her to take the pressure off your knees but then you can't like thrust as hard as Carpet fucking is the worst, dude. I don't know how to explain it. Oh, Lord. You should throw a shoe at somebody. 
You ever get mad at somebody and just throw a fucking shoe at them and it misses and hits the wall? Like, there's... I've done that a few times. Hey, I mean, you just gotta throw something at somebody. Fuck you, and you fucking throw your shoe at them and hit them in the fucking face. What are they gonna fucking do? Look at you? They're gonna be like, he just threw his fucking... They're gonna be in so much shock, they're gonna know what to do. You fucking threw a shoe at me, motherfucker? What, are you gonna go tell the cops? Yeah, you threw a shoe at me. Ah. <laughs> uh, All right, back to COVID and the consumable companies that make these soaps and sanitizers. It was supposed to be their Super Bowl and all these companies were blank check POing and they're like, here's $10,000. Here's a million dollars. Here's whatever you want. We need paper masks. We need gloves and gowns. And all of these things are burnable things. These are things that you can set on fucking like as soon as you don't. What do you do when you wear a mask? How many masks have you lost? When you you wash your hands 400 times a day, you're going through soaps, right? These are not sustainable fucking products that you can build fucking. These aren't like investing in in infrastructure and buildings and things that are going to be around 100 years. They're going to be around a fucking 100 seconds. And we put millions and billions of dollars into fucking consumable markets in industries and you don't get any return on your investment. They're loss leaders. They put fucking, they put uh, diapers in the, in the grocery store. They make no money off diapers. Mark Lore Walmart used to started a fucking diaper company before he went to Walmart and he would he would go to Sam's Club and buy all their fuck. He'd buy five thousand dollars in diapers and he'd sell them on his website to local moms and promise to deliver them so they wouldn't have to go to the store. And then blah blah blah. He joins Jet.com. He fucking joins Walmart. I, I don't know. Look it up yourself. Walmart will be around forever, by the way, because poor people still use crumpled up $1 bills. Like, they don't like Amazon. Like, you can't get a Mountain Dew off fucking Amazon.com. And that's all they want is a Mountain Dew and weird shit. Like, they want gums, shock tarts, Mountain Dews, Frito-Lay chips, fucking twisted iced teas and shit. Amazon doesn't have that market. 7-Elevens and Walmarts do. But so we put all this money into consumables and you get nothing from your fucking investment. You go to a woman goes to the store to get diapers and they they basically take a loss on the diapers. why it's called a loss leader. And, but then they get chicken and, and steak and meats and fucking milks. And next thing you know, they have one hundred seventy five fucking dollar cart and all they needed was twenty five dollar fucking diapers. And the stores knew that. But we invested all America's money into loss leaders. And now we're leading the world in losses. You know, it's like debt. Debt's fake. All right. Are you in personal debt? Who gives a shit? America's in fucking personal debt. Trillions of dollars. You don't see them fucking panicking. They just start wars and shit. All right. You just, this is the thing about debt is you're only in debt if you lose the revenue so as long as you have revenue you're not in debt because you because you got as long as money is always coming in you're technically like capable of like 
you can stay alive. When you go in, when you when the money stops completely, is when you're dead and you're bankrupt and all that. So America just starts more. They keep when they get fucking somebody's like, dude, we're getting the IRS keeps sending us fucking letters, dude. You know, five thousand, ten thousand, whatever it is. You know, you got to have that job or you got to have multiple streams of income or you got to have something that worst case scenario you can liquidate to pay back the fucking to pay the debt. And and that's what America does. They start these wars and fucking the Middle East and and uh, Ukraine. And I love this is the thing, too, about war. Okay, it's like, you know. You know, Prescott Bush is the one who founded Hitler, or at least helped, and and uh, even like Richard Nixon and the stuff. They they put like a fucking news. They literally put like almost like a newspaper ad out for for politicians, and then Richard Nixon comes along. But they they fu- they fund these wars. They prop these people up. They prop Hitler up. And obviously he got a little too out of control, but, but, uh, like if you look at the Holocaust and the Nazis and stuff, I mean, you're talking about what does war require hammers and nails and guns and ammunition and railroads and fucking coal. And it, there's so many th- resources required for war that as long as you have one going, you're able to fucking sell, sell, sell. It's big business. It's booming. And so that's why you, that's why, that's why you need to go to war. You guys, you're, you're just living these lives where you're not fucking, you don't have any war in your life. You don't, you're, you're trying to live this clean, conscious, frictionless fucking life. If you don't have any fire, then how the fuck are you going to go fast? How are you going to build things? How are you going to fucking get, you know, like get rich? And Like you got to create the fucking energy. You got to create the fire. You got to create the war. You start, start a fucking, when you go to work today, all right, if you don't like one of your co-workers or something, just tell them, just be like, hey, I just want to stop by your office and tell you I think you did. I think you're a faggot. And then just keep walking. And you'll change his life. Because somebody has to tell him that. Or he'll never learn. He'll never change. If you don't like somebody and you, by you not telling them that you don't like them, he's just going to walk around thinking everybody fucking likes him. And they don't. And so how is he going to learn that nobody fucking likes me? I better start changing my personality. I better improve myself. I better learn a new skill or something. If everybody just pretends to like everybody, how the fuck is anybody going to actually, you know, adapt and learn and fucking make the changes that make them a fucking 
someone that we want to keep around when we depopulate everybody. This is the thing. This is the thing. They they want to depopulate the middle America. All right? The, the white guys who make 80K a year and have sustainable jobs and Christian families, they want to get rid of you because you're just... You're... We all know you're closet poor, Okay? You're in debt to your fucking car payment, your mortgage. We, I know you're a closet poor person. You're not, you're not going to hide it from me. I know you are. Okay. You're a socially acceptable fucking poor person. All right. Society is like, that's a good looking poor guy. Okay. I know you feel rich and that you can go to Chili's and Outback, but that's what's happening. And, and, uh, and so, what they want to get rid of middle America because you guys are cocky. You 80k middle American alt-right nationalist. You're this is you're a Republican, but you're afraid to join the KKK. And that's where I call bullshit. Because you you act like you're a fucking alt-right nationalist, fuck all these people, but you're afraid to join the KKK. You just want to fucking pretend. You're a pretend Republican. All right, you're not starting any fucking white guy movements. You're a pretender. You'll talk about it, but you're a pretender. You'll say things like, we got to get these illegal immigrants out of our fucking country. And then you go to Pornhub and you pull your cock out and you jerk off the fucking big ass Latina women in private. But in public, we got to get rid of all the immigrants and the Mexicans. But in private... You, you fucking are, you pull your cock out and you jerk off to Juliana Vega and you want to see, you want to see fucking uh, J-Mac just fucking smash and her big Latina bubble butt cheeks. You know, oh, puppy, oh, puppy, oh, puppy, oh, puppy. You go to, you want to watch Lenny, Lenny Leon get her asshole blown out. And you do that in private, but in public, you're a fucking alt-right Republican. You go to church on Wednesdays. You're a clean guy. All right? And that's a, that's what's bothering me. And that's, what's, that's why we got to get rid of middle America. Okay? Because you guys are all fucking frauds. You're all fucking cocky, arrogant, piece of shit frauds. All right, you walk, you're the type of guy, okay, who, like, why are you wearing, like, jean pants at, like, fucking one o'clock on a fucking Saturday? Like, why aren't you in basketball shorts or sweatpants or, like, something athletic? Like, why are you wearing a, <clears throat> a fucking turtleneck with a vest and jean pants and fucking leather shoes? Like, you're wearing business casual attire to fucking hang out with your family. I don't understand. Did you, you were in a frat in college and they brainwash you and the fucking always looking professional. I don't fucking understand. 
And it's that type of bullshit. It's like, I know you don't shave your pubes. I know you got a fucking... I know you don't shave your asshole or your taint. I know you got a fucking hairy belly and chest and shit. That Where are you trying to hide? You don't like to wear loose shirts because you're afraid that someone's going to say you have a fucking belly. So you hide it behind a Pantagonia vest. Uh, uh, you don't have any quads or calves. So you got to wear some jeans and fucking... You got to hide your fucking body. What else are you hiding from us? Huh? What else are you fucking hiding from us, motherfucker? You middle-class magic motherfucker. What else are you hiding? Oh, Ivanka Trump's gonna be fucking president in 2020. Fucking never. Give a shit. It's like fucking Texas women. They wear turtlenecks. Their titties are covered. Go down to fucking Miami. You, you fucking... These... Sluts and jet dresses, and I can see the fucking outline of their fucking g strings and their ankles and their calves and their fucking thighs and their hands and their arms and their shoulders and their fucking titty. <laughs> fucking Ivanka. The fuck am I gonna do with Ivanka? I don't give a fuck if she's poised and professional. I don't need. Right into poised pussy. Fucking big, fat, juicy asses. Throbbing. Up and down, twerking. Big, voluptuous titties. A fucking... I will, I will put your nipple in between my two fucking fingers and I will fucking shake your fucking titty and I'll rip that fucking nipple right off. Fuck Ivanka. What is she going to do? Make the pioneer woman on Food Network or fucking vice president? They're going to live stream fucking family dinner every night live from the White House. My name's Ivanka, and these are my fucking Pinterest recipes. This is my favorite buffalo mac and cheese. I like to wear as many clothes as possible. I don't use tampons. I use pads. Inside my underwear is a pad for my period blood. At least Kimberly Guilfoyle offers fucking lap dances to politicians. At least she's a, a real slut. Let's get Kimberly Guilfoyle in there as fucking president. I'm down for that. When she was on the five, dude, I fucking, you could just fucking, you could just, oh, I could smell that beaver through the fucking TV. I just fucking smell the TV screen. I can smell the fucking lotion on her legs. Put that little slut on as a fucking president. I guarantee she's mean as shit, too. She fucking, she'll just have ugly women killed. She'll have women who don't, who don't shave their pussies, who don't bleach their fucking anuses, and, and get manicures, and fucking pedicures, and 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 for spray tans and shit and fucking lip plumper and she'll fucking have you fucking killed you middle america fucking moomoos
round up into fucking Kimberly Gilfoyle FEMA camps. In those camps, the only way you don't die is if you learn how to become a fucking stripper. You, all she has is she just pays fucking women from from Magic City and Club Live. They just come in there. She has fucking poles set up everywhere, and the women just have to fucking exercise by pole dancing until they're fucking in the best looking fucking whoring shape of their life. They know how to twerk. They know how to fucking back that ass up. They know how to fucking wear fucking highlighter yellow fucking dresses. But in a classy way. That's the key. That's the key. You have to look like a cunt who has taken some classes in her life. All right? I need your eyes rolling in the back of your fucking head. I don't need you to look cross-eyed like Danny Banks on fucking Instagram. Who the fuck at In-N-Out Burger paid her to fucking go eat there and take pictures of it? That's what I want to fucking know. They'll cancel the throw guy, but they'll pay fucking camel toe Danny Banks to fucking get dressed up as an In-N-Out mascot, eat a fucking dinosaur burger, and dinosaur burger by Danny fucking Banks. And that guy will pay her to do that shit. And then fucking they get fucking mad at me. Who would in and out burgers pay Danny Banks? I want to know right now. And so the middle class people, like I said, they're, they're, they're the ones that went to college and they had the bachelor's degrees and the fucking the fake MBAs from the University of Phoenix online and stuff. And so, look, when you have poor people, you can easily convince them to do things because they're feral. They're still in an animal state and you can manipulate them easily and you can get them riled up with like identity politics and racist and all these weird aggressive kind of fucking marketing schemes you can get them to commit to things and that's why you saw you know the protests and and that's why you see a lot of the fiery rhetoric from people like AOC and <clears throat> the lady from Minnesota um is because it is because the poor people, like in football, right? Like Newt Rotten, Rockney speeches, poor people, football players, jail inmates, they're easily controlled by rhetoric and propaganda and by fist pumping and, and fiery fucking Al Pacino speeches, right? We fight for that inch. And, um, and they're like, we already gave you plenty of inches. You're a black guy. Pull your cock out. And, <laughs> and so long story short is the middle class people, you can't, they know how to run their mouths and they feel like they're not in debt because they have good jobs, even though they are. And, but they know how to type on computers and they have computer skills and shit. And they know how to go on LinkedIn and write like, 
these fucking essays and shit because they got plenty of time because they're like middle managers or or just the type like when you're a poor person you're in the front lines and you're working and it's tough and it's long 10 hours and you only get a 15 minute lunch break like you're literally like you're being punished at work for and you don't have a lot of time to freelance and have hobbies and opinions and shit but when you get to that middle America, middle manager, 80 to 150K range, you got more time to to have ideas and political ideologies and to go on fucking rants and raves and go on LinkedIn and type acidic emails. And so that's why we got to, but, but the, we got to get rid of these people because they don't have the balls to do anything besides have an opinion. Do you get what I'm saying? Like poor people, like they can become the joker, right? And, and they can rob and lie and cheat and steal and kill. And they can become Bane and they can join drug cartels and they can like, do this like really hardcore shit. All right. They have a lot of like hidden talents that they don't even fucking know about. Like, bro, you know how to make fucking heroin. Why the fuck aren't you doing that for your job? You know how to make crack cocaine and a fucking Pyrex. Why aren't you doing that for your fucking job? Fuck stripping and waxing floors. Like somebody has to tell them the rich people have to tell them and they'll listen because they idolize money, because they need it, because they don't have it. So they think that somebody who's a billionaire is balling. And that's why Donald Trump used to be on the rap songs and shit. And that's why they always talk about making money and billions and shit, because all the poor people love it. They need to hear it because they don't have it. It's almost as good as having it. It's like when you don't get any pussy, you listen to Drake songs, because they put the chakras and the binaural beats in the Drake songs that make you feel like you're getting pussy, even though you're not getting pussy. You listen to WAP by Megan Thee Stallion, you feel like you're fucking her through your ears, but you're actually not fucking anyone. See, do you understand how this works? This is real stuff. So anyways, the poor people are very easily controlled and can be driven to do extreme things. But the middle American people, they who think that they're college educated and they're Christians, and I voted for Trump, but I'm scared of Satan. And these people, they're clogging up the fucking pores. They're clogging our system up because you can't, they're never going to do anything except for just fucking like coach soccer and just do things to not get in trouble and just, they're just hogging up all the fucking space. They're not creating content. They're not, I mean, they're uploading pictures of of their fucking dogs growling at bull riding and shit, but that's what I'm saying is it's just, it's pollution. You have poor people and then you have the, and then the poor people, and then you have pollution, which is the middle-class people who run their mouths. They don't have an opinion and they're clogging everything up. And they're fucking it up for the billionaires. Because all the billionaires have to say is fucking, you know. The billionaires, they just put, like, We Want War On by Pastor Troy. 
and boom, they'll have a poor person soldier. But if they put We Want War on by Pastor Troy to a middle American white guy, he'll be like, I don't like rap. And he's like, what the, now I have to spend money and I have to campaign and I have to fucking like waste time trying to trick a middle American person into fitting into my agenda. And it's like, why am I spending all this money on fucking research and development and business development and marketing a middle class magic man when I could just get rid of them and eliminate all put all those dollars back to the fucking bottom line. And all I have to do is fucking get, give a poor person a fucking box of Pizza Hut and they're fucking happy. Throw them a pizza party and they're fucking happy. And so that's that's the goal when we depopulate is we got to get rid of the fucking... The, we got to get rid of a middle American people because they're... They're making America average again. We are witnessing the proliferation of average people. And, and so that's just, that's just my point of view. I mean, these, you know, it's like, why are, why are you praising Putin? Like who, who even cares? Like, I don't understand the praising Putin thing. Like, where do you think he's fucking, what do you think? Putin is just straight up just like, you know, he's just like fucking the TV and stuff wants you to think he's like a Bond villain and shit. But like Attila the Hun used to put ropes around people's hands and their feet and then he would stretch them so far apart it would rip their arms and legs off and rip their body in half. And that's not like some an MTV show. Um, that's, that's real world MTV. Attila the Hun has me chained up in ropes. He's going to pull my body in half, you know? Uh, and I don't think you guys understand about like Putin. It's like real people are like getting shot and killed and dying. This isn't like, you know, inner city, south side Chicago, and we're just, like, saying ju- fucking Juicy Smoothie A, Jesse Smollett fucking is lying. You know, oh, he lied, he's gonna get probation, like, no, like, Putin is, like, blowing people up, and their bodies are exploding, and blood and guts, and their fucking dogs are exploding, and he's fucking burning their crops, and fucking looting and marauding and stealing <clears throat> like in, like in real war like remember when uh when the Germans and Hitler and all that stuff were in war like one of the big one of the big halls was like Hitler like had all this art like it's there's like there's like supposedly like these hidden Nazi trains filled with fucking billions of dollars of gold and art and shit nobody knows where they're at but I'm just, I guess what I'm saying is like, 
there's real world consequences that are happening and you you're just saying praise Putin because all you had to do was tweet it from your phone and you like thought it was like it wasn't even to praise him you just wanted people to know that you're mad that Trump's not in office anymore and you're a Republican and you just wanted to like define like your personality in a tweet by praising Putin because you're a pussy. It's like the manager at work. It's like a middle manager and he thinks that he's like an up and coming Steve Jobs and he looks at like your IT or whatever software you're using and he tries to tell you that it's outdated or and you know your fucking inspection systems like you guys don't have Salesforce or and you're like what's that and he's like well my last job we had fucking Salesforce and we did this and you're just like shut the fuck up you're just like I don't fucking care just shut the fuck up bro go invent it and get the fuck out of here you're fired Go fucking dial for dollars, enterprise shoe sales. Go fucking do the research. Go on Google, make a business page. Call up some fucking Indian guys. Get the tech built and go fucking build it. Otherwise, you can fuck off. Do your fucking job. I don't know why you're making life so hard. I don't think you're a fucking genius, okay? All right. If you were a genius, you wouldn't let me pay you 50K. Okay? you If you were a genius, you wouldn't let me fucking pay you that. Because you'd be like, I have more self-worth than that. And, you'd, and you would be satisfied eating hot dogs and fucking orange slices and living in, in underground subway stations like Elon Musk. So you could fucking only spend $1 a day and live off that and maybe build your fucking PayPal company. But you're not, pal. You're letting me pay you fifty fucking thousand dollars a year. And you're spending two thirds of it on fucking bills and bars. Alright? And we'll just see if you can get to forty without being behind bars. You don't forget to sign up for insurance because you want more money on your paycheck and next thing you know you get hurt and they give you fucking tremadol or something and it's like you know we gave black people crack in the 80s and they tried to fucking give us AIDS with Freddie Mercury but then like Magic Johnson like what were you doing it wasn't for you. It was for fucking Freddie Mercury, you fuck. And then... And so they just had a double dose of that. And then they... That's why they had to create opioid addictions and fentanyl and shit. Because they're like, God damn it. These fucking white people won't fucking die. These 80k year middle manager white guys, we can't, they're like fucking cockroaches. We can't fucking kill them. They don't fucking die. And they protest in private on their penis to fucking illegal immigrant big ass Latina porn. It's like, 
They got their fake avatars and their usernames and shit. They do everything in fucking private because they don't want to fucking... They don't want their, their, their favorite TV show fucking billions <laughs> on Showtime. All right? They don't want to get fucking canceled from their church and have to apologize to their fucking wife. Man, I fucking... That's my job. We're going to have to hold off on fucking our most important bill, which is your David Yerman. (laughs) And so that's why we got to get rid of these middle American fucking white people. Because they're, they're these incestuous fucks. You can't, they're shadowy figures. They're the real Illuminati. They're the real fucking... New World Order. You can't do... They have no fucking talent. You can't fucking do anything with them. And as soon as you do, they start saying you're trying to defund the cops who are white. And the firemen who are white. And you're like, God damn, these white people have buried... Burrowed their way into every fucking public utility service in America. This what? It's like an invasion. The fucking Great White War. And Putin's not even alive. He's not even a real person. He's like, he's a figment of your imagination. He's like a. It's like you know how God is white, and Putin is white. And, you know, we had, we got, Trump's not in office anymore, so the white people, they need a fucking, a white dickhead dictator. They need a white guy to fucking worship. And so all the worship that was going for Trump while he's not in office is now Putin is just collecting it all, dude. He's just sliding right in, dude. It's like, it's like we had Britney Spears and then you have fucking... Lady Gaga slides fucking right in there, and yeah, NSYNC and Backstreet Boys fucking, and they just, they're, he's just the next fucking, uh, he's the next act up, he's the next, he's the next white father figure, he doesn't even speak English, by the way, I, or maybe he does, I don't know, I, I've never even really, I've seen him talk a few times, but it's like, it's not like you're like, I love his singing voice, or he's like hitting one-liners on Twitter like Trump. It's like you're just you just like him because you're like oh XKG. You like Jason Bourne on the fucking Bourne identity, and you like James Bond and shit, and you think like Putin is some kind of fucking fathery, dictatory, stern fucking Bond villain, fucking sex pot, alpha male bow and arrow hunting, working out, like, he just hits all the fucking alpha predator fucking qualities, and you're just replacing Trump with him, but you don't even know why, you don't even, you're just like, it's a strong white person, that's a man, look, I, I hope you guys, you know, I think a lot of you guys are Maybe you're getting offended, but that's not my point. I'm not here to be Republican or Democrat. I'm here to be a person. I'm just trying to paint my point of view of things that I'm fucking seeing happening 
And I could be totally wrong. I could be totally right. I don't know. I'm just fucking trying to tell you, like, to look at it from a different fucking angle. You don't have to, you don't have to be an asshole. All right. You don't have to be fucking uh, offended. Why don't you fucking think about it and, and soak it in and fucking be like, Jesus Christ, like, is this what's happening? I don't know. Maybe it's not what, maybe it's not. But we got a real fucking problem, dude. We got a real fucking problem in America. We got people, a lot of people bought a lot of toilet paper and a lot of paper towels and shit and a lot of masks from gas stations and and they forgot to buy other things because they they all they lost all their jobs and shit and they forgot nobody had money and they just they forgot they started buying Bitcoin with their money which again is a consumable fucking of finances it's garbage finance it's like it's like when you buy like tissues at the store and you go through a whole box and the fucking three days blowing you snot into it you're when you buy bitcoin you're just buying like you're buying a fucking blowjob from a prostitute and you fucking come and you fucking here's your fifty dollars or a hundred dollars whatever and you're like i could have just jerked off at home for free and every day you look at your Bitcoin, you're like, I bought $20 of Bitcoin. Why is it fucking $18? And you're like, I lost $2 so far. You're like, God damn it. Do I get dividends? No. What do I get from this? You don't get fucking anything except for to tell your friends that you own Bitcoin and for them to think you're innovative. Okay. That's all. That's all it is. All right. That's all it fucking is. Go write a story about culture on fucking LinkedIn. Don't buy Bitcoin, please. Cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. Jesus Christ, dude. And you're going to go broke. You're going to go fucking broke, dude. It's the startup of the dollar. There's startups for the dollar. Do you understand that? Like a dollar bill. Like they're reimagining what a dollar bill is and they're creating startups. And they're like, this is really at the end of the day, like, okay, you have $1 right here. But what if you could have 0.007987 of that $1? All right, you might not have a dollar, but you're an investor in that $1. That one piece of paper dollar you're investing, micro-investing into a dollar. You're not having to give give your friend fucking $100,000 for a company that's not going to work. You're going to get everyone in your fucking neighborhood to invest in a, in a dollar that you have in your pocket. You're going to go house to house, and you're going to knock on the door, and you're going to show them that $1, and you're going to say, I want you, will you... <clears throat> will you give me one of your earrings for this dollar? And at the end of the day, you have all these earrings and hair clips and you got fucking shoelaces and lipsticks and and all this. You have a whole pocket full of fucking women's products. And, and you go 
to the pawn shop and you're like, can I convert all these hair clips and all these fucking and and my um, my retainer and I took the braces off of my kid and I you here's the wires and shit and you're like, can I give you all this stuff and will you give me just one fucking dollar at the pawn shop? And the guy's like, no, no, I can't. I'm not going to be able to resell it and make anything. It's all junk. And you're like, you're going to tell me I have over 500 fucking Allen Outlet Mall fucking wedding rings in my pocket. All right. And you're going to tell me it's not worth one fucking dollar. And he's going to be like, no, it's not. I'm sorry. And then you're going to go home and you're going to start putting some of that lipstick on and you're going to go in the closet and get one of your wife's dresses and put it on and she's not going to be there. No one's going to be there. And you're going to put a wig on and you're just going to sit down and stare into the mirror and you're going to be like, you know what? I just wish I was a girl so I could sell my pussy on OnlyFans. And make a dollar. Jesus Christ. These are who the fuck's going into the FEMA camps if I'm president, bro. Anyone with a fake avatar, low followers, high following count. Because you're a fraud. Alright. You're scared. Think about that. That's how much of a pussy you are. You're scared to make a video with your personality and your face in it. You're you're scared. Not only are you of other of yourself, you're scared of what other people are gonna say and think about you. That's how weak and pathetic and fucking sad you are. And you're like, I just don't like the internet or I don't have any Oh, that's the best one. I don't I don't know. I don't have any fucking ideas. Okay. I don't know. You're pathetic, dude. You fucking protect your credibility and your fucking personality and fucking I don't want people to judge me. And what if I lose my job? And what if I fucking this and that and this and that? What happens when you die? Like, what happens to all that stuff? I, I'm just asking for a friend, like... Accidents forgive and forget, right? I, I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm just like, what happens to all those questions when you die? Do people still ask them or they just not even remember you or remember you're alive? Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all fake. It's in your head. No one fucking cares. You're a pussy. At the end of the day, you're a pussy who worships Putin for no reason, just because you think it's cool to do. Oh, fucking Putin is my fucking, you just, did you not have a, did you, earlier in the thing I told a story about my alcoholic father, and I'm starting to wonder if some of you guys didn't have fucking dads or father figures growing up the way you're always searching for one, and you're always looking for somebody to be your fucking daddy. Uh, number two on my who's going into FEMA camps as president is all CBD related items. All right. I don't give a shit about your fucking, it helped my kid with 
fucking bipolar disorder stories or whatever you make up to rationalize taking CBD, fucking synthetic weed. It's like when kids used to smoke that synthetic fucking, uh, the actual synthetic weed in college and it would make you go schizophrenic and fucking people in Tampa were eating people's faces off because all it was was like catnip drenched in acetone nail polish remover. Um, but here's the, here's the deal is that, you know, CBD, they sell these Delta eight gummies and these Delta nine gummies. And like when you take a regular gummy, you get, you get high. It's like a long fucking 45 minutes an hour. It kicks in. You can get really high and stuff, but I don't know. These Delta 8 and Delta 9s, they fucking are bangers. They hit you hard, but at the same time, you're just like, you can tell that it's not just fucking weed. You can tell it's like this CBD hemp something. I, I don't know what it is, but it's just too much. It's like, whoa, it's like, calm the fuck down. You know, anytime you try to substitute, like, a fake drug for the real drug, it's like, they always just make it too fucking hard, dude. And so, they gotta get rid of the CBD stuff, dude. It's just, get rid of them. They're popping up on every street corner and fucking... It's, it's that... This is what Republicans are, dude. They're that white dad that smokes weed... And he keeps it in like a Tupperware and he smokes it in like a little pipe, like a little one or two hitter. And he does it in the garage and he like cracks the garage door. And then once he gets high, he gets paranoid that the neighbors can smell it. And he like has to go inside and Listerine and brush his teeth and fucking floss and fucking change his shirt. And he's seriously thinking about showering. He's not sure yet, but, but he's just like either home by himself or it's late at night and everyone's asleep. And you're like, he thinks the cops are going to come fucking arrest him because he's smoking weed in this fucking backyard. Only people who knows he smokes weed are fucking his dog and God. And you're just like, dude, shut. You're just like, can you just fucking, can you just do drugs? I can get poor people to do anything for drugs. And that's why we have to get rid of Amer middle American white people is because I give you drugs and you're fucking so poised. You go fucking schizophrenic and I can't do anything with you. ISIS soldiers I can give Captone to and they'll march for 22 hours straight on Fentermine. I'll give your wife Fentermine and a B12 shot in her ass. She'll lose 60 pounds while cleaning the house. I give you, you smoke a little weed and you think it's illegal and you're going to lose your fucking job as an Eagle Scout. I, you know, it's like you can't teach anybody how to throw a football, but you know how to teach them how to make ionized fucking ice cream. How to tie a knot and how to fly fish and fucking sleep in a Coleman tent. That's cool. Whatever, dude. I don't know.
So we got to get rid of the, the CBD because it's drugs for it's drugs for middle class white people who don't want to do real drugs. They don't want to do cocaine. They want to do CBD. Calling all bad dads. <laughs> got your CBD here for you. It's legal, babe. It's le- I'm not doing drugs. It's fucking legal. Okay. Anyone can buy it. It's legal. Um, like I don't I, we another thing in FEMA camps will be golden labs and stuff. Again, it's just like these people, they get a lab and they just raise it and I'm I'm they're nice dogs and stuff, but it's like nothing just says more bland personality than it. you got a lab. Like what did you get it off a of fucking postcard? I got a lab from a lab they made it specifically for the white man to have and they edited out all the fucking it wanting to eat ducks and shit fucking jump in the water and get all muddy and shit and fuck the back seat of your car up and fucking it wants to kiss you and it just steps its paw on your fucking face and uh, scratches your cheek and you're like god damn it Or you fucking leave the pantry door open and it fucking just eats a whole loaf of bread. And you're like, that's the seventh loaf this fucking week, you piece of shit. Now, you don't know how to train your fucking dog. Why didn't you send him to an ex-Navy SEAL who makes him walk fucking three feet at a time by his side. And you train him for a week and then you bring him home and you fucking... Yeah, you don't keep up with the training and it's back to square one because there's a fucking dog brain. and can't fucking remember anything past a fucking second. Damn it. Sleep in the fucking bed with you. I, I thought we got the kid out of the bed. No, now we have a fucking 110-pound fucking lab in our bed. You let your dog sleep in your bed? You know, I, I own a dog, and I make him sleep in the kennel. I lock him in the kennel cage. What's the, what's the point of having a dog if you're going to lock him in a fucking kennel? I want a dog that I lock in a cage like a fucking gimp. That's not abuse. That's what dogs deserve. I'll be locked in cages. I brought you onto this earth for you to be sleeping in a fucking cage. <clears throat> Let's see what else. Vegetables on pizza, people. I hate fucking vegetables, period. End of discussion. I hate them. And then you put them on a fucking pizza? Yeah, dude, I want to get a fucking... Uh, I'm going to get a large... Hey, put some fucking... Put some jalapenos on there, bro. I just want the heat, bro. I want the crunch. Yeah, let's get a let's get a fucking let's get some zaw, dude. You want to get some zaw? Let's get some fucking zaw, dude. And we're gonna fucking ta-da! I just put some fucking jalapenos on my zaw, dude. I don't want a meat lover's pizza with bacon and hamburger and fucking ham and pepperonis and shit. I want. I want a piece of pizza with some pineapple on it. Just to prove a point. All right. I'm the type of guy. It's not that I like to eat dessert first, but I like pineapples on my pizza. You know, I'm unique. That's a personality trait for me is that I like pineapples on my pizza. I want a piece of fucking fruit on top of some cheese with some tomato sauce and some bread. When I make, I don't make spaghetti and meatballs, I make spaghetti and grapes. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I will tell you this though. I, whenever I make spaghetti noodles, so this is this is real life. I cook the your spaghetti will taste ten times better if you cook the spaghetti noodles in chicken broth or like chicken cubes and a little tomato sauce, salt and pepper, and then add a little orange juice in there and let the and cook the boil your spaghetti noodles in that and then drain it. And, you know, add a little butter, olive oil, whatever. Um, but cook it in that chickeny broth. You'll get super tasty spaghetti. So just FYI. Um, but vegetables on pizza, people. I one time I was camping out in Oklahoma, and we had all the kids, and the the parents go out and they're like, we brought home pizza, and I opened a pizza, and they had fucking. I don't know, anchovies, or I was like, are we the fucking Ninja Turtles? I got to feed the fucking kids pizza. They like fucking cheese pizza. I can't, what am I going to pick every fucking jalapeno off this fucking pizza? What kind of fucking parents are you? Vegetables on your, you think you're going to fucking feed the kids fucking pizza with vegetables on it? Use your fucking brains. And I threw a fit. I went nuts. And they're like, calm down and shit. And I went absolute bonkers. Psycho, I flipped a pizza. I threw one at somebody. Like a shoe, a pizza. <laughs> and they said they were going to never go camping with me again. But you're the one that got vegetables on the pizza, not me, you fucking vagina. Dan Orvlosky fans. I'm not a huge fan of Dan Orvlosky at all. I fucking can't stand him, to be honest with you. Fucking Dan Orvlosky. He looks like a little fucking leprechaun. And dude, this is the guy that ran in the back of the end zone. Like, you say whatever you want about me. I made the throw god. Like, so that's some gold, gold jacket Hall of Fame internet shit, dude. Like, the gumption and the personality and the fucking pace and the the one-liners and the intensity. Like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm like a fourth-quarter comeback. I'm a human fourth-quarter comeback. Like, I can create the same fucking energy intensity of 22 people on a football team in a live game with a hundred thousand people screaming and it's just me by myself that's how fucking powerful i am at the park um but dan orvlosky you know and it's like all these people it's like i i see colin kaepernick post a throwing video and the camera guy's in the front of him and he does like a fake pocket step up and rolls out and throws on the run to somebody you can't see or the throw because the camera's in front of him. And it gets picked up by every major sports avenue and on Instagram and fucking Twitter and TikTok and pro football talk and like senators and politicians are like they should give him a chance in Seattle he's probably living in that little fucking what's that little city camp that the homeless people made where they grow their own food in the park where homeless guys take dumps and they're like you hungry I got a baked potato and it's just a homeless guy's fucking turd in his hand oh shit a lot of, I didn't realize so many people forgot to pick their dog shit up in plastic bags at this park. I didn't realize that. They all are walking around swinging plastic bags because they're middle-class white guys who were voting, who praise Putin 
and carry around bags of poop. <laughs> You're tough, man. You're a fucking... You are a dictator. You are an 80K middle-class manager dictator. You got a bag of shit in your hand, you fucking clown. I gotta pick this poop up. I'm just doing it for all the people on the next door app. I don't want them to fucking send a note out about me. Like, hey, I saw Rick. He lives at the fucking... He lives at 2709 fucking Gateway Avenue. And he fucking... He... he uh, I saw his dog take a shit in the fucking somebody's yard and he didn't even think it was diarrhea and he didn't even fucking have a bag and try to scoop all the diarrhea out of the grass and fucking wipe all that put his hand in the bag he's like i don't have a glove on i have a grocery bag glove on and i'm just trying to scoop all the diarrhea out of your yard and get it out of the fucking grass dude i don't know if i got it all and i just watched this happen and he just greg just walked away and even fucking try we should egg his house and cat and so Kaepernick posts this piece of shit throw and gridiron and overtime and fucking Nelk Boys podcast tries to fucking everybody tries to post it. I and I make the most insane throws and you can see the throws with my hand. You can hear it, you can see the ball travel in the air, you can see it go into a one foot hole. Make the most insane throws on the planet. And I you know Sure, I've gone to nine million a few times, things like that, but it's like that doesn't get picked up. But uh, but the worst marketing I've ever seen. Everybody thinks Kaepernick is so smart. Like without the help of Nike or whoever his handlers are, like on his own, he was like, pull your phone out and video this and post it on Twitter. He like filmed the most piece of shit throw of all time. It was the worst marketing. He didn't say anything. You could, like, hear the wind. You couldn't even hear the ball or the breathing or anything. It was just garbage. And he's got this long fucking hippie hair. Like, he's been listening to Bob Marley all fucking day. Who shot the shot if? Fucking ganja, bro. Ganja brownies. Bob Marley. Jamaica. Fucking sandals. All-inclusive fucking resort, dude. I fucking... Uh, I wear fucking, I have Bob Marley posters from Spencer's that glow in the dark in my fucking house, dude. And so I listen to reggae, bro. I don't like, I don't like Throw God's new metalcore fucking track, fucking Creature Culture, which is on Spotify everywhere now and it's fucking banger. I can't, it's just too intense. He's screaming the instruments, dude. I just want to listen to fucking, I want to take a gummy and listen to fucking Bob Marley. Uh, fucking ice in my veins, dude. I don't want to chill, dude. I don't want to be chill, bro. Even though, fucking, even though to do anything in life, you have to explode and be fucking, a uh, fucking. Oh, uh, shouldn't have drank all that fucking Dr. Pepper and Jim Beam. Now I got a gas bubble in my belly. <laughs> Kaepernick, dude. Shut the fuck up, dude. You look like a fucking bartender. Kaepernick is a fucking bartender at a hookah shop. <laughs> I guarantee he goes to hookah shops, dude. It's part of my culture, dude. It's fucking... I just suck on a hose, dude. This one's bubblegum flavored, dude. It's fucking so good, dude. It's so fuck. My favorite thing to do when I go out with my friends is we like to go out and get... Instead of a cold beer, we like to go out and get a fucking... A, a cold sore and a sore throat, dude, and just sharing hookahs, dude, that they forgot to wipe off the end, dude, like a thousand people tonight have sucked on this fucking, 
on this. I hope I don't get COVID from this fucking hookah, dude, because it's like, it's like it goes, I put my bare lips on it, but I also wear a mask, and I'm so confused, and so his throw went fucking viral, and it was a garbage, Colin Kaepernick's fucking throw was sucked, and that's society, bro, and, you know, talk to you soon. I'm going to go through the rest of this list in a second. Folks, you got bubble filtered by COVID. Google News gave you COVID. All right. You got COVID from posts, not people. We never needed PPE or Gloves, gowns, or masks. You didn't have to scrub in before work like a fucking surgeon. You got COVID from tweets. From TikToks. You got COVID from social media. And in the end, we found out it was just a figment of your imagination the entire time. You got SEO'd for folks not in tech, search engine optimization. All right. COVID is not a blood disorder. It's not an AIDS. COVID was never in your lungs. It was never respiratory. It was never a flu. COVID was a crazy. You got schizophrenia. You got a mental disorder from COVID. That's what happened. In the end of all this, you consumed COVID. Man was marketed a pandemic, a plague for the people, by the people. That's what happened. It's all happening, right? QAnon, where we go one, we go all to the internet to tweet and read posts about COVID and conspiracy theories. That's what happened. It was all fake fucking MK Ultra mind control. It was a big, nasty social experiment of the beehive. Can we produce the messaging? And mentally control these fucking bees, these buzzing bees (laughs) that are so busy with work, you little working busy bee. You only have a few seconds to believe in things, right? Short little tweets. Short little mental nuggets for your brain. 
huh? Little bite-sized Halloween fun-sized candy nuggets and news for the brain. You don't have to read a book. You don't have to read a novella. You don't have to read a fucking magazine. You don't have to spend... You don't need bookmarks anymore. And you spend fucking reading yourself to sleep and clicking and scrolling and reading these fucking uh, uh, scientific peer-reviewed fucking research papers. You just... You got COVID from a little fun-sized tweet. Just a little candy, a little mental implant. You guys watching that show Severance, they put a little chip in your head. All you can think about is work while you're at work. That's what a tweet is. A little brain implant. They insert it through your eyes. Stuck in your fucking brain forever. You know that you know your memory is it, it, essentially it's forever. I mean, maybe you don't remember things before fucking three to five years old or you get dementia when you get older. You wouldn't, the people who had dementia, they didn't have COVID because they couldn't, they couldn't hold the, they couldn't hold the, uh, the fucking, the little, the tweet in their brain for long enough for it to saturate and expand through the fucking, all that gray matter, temple to temple, right? Or maybe when they got it, it just fucking killed them. Because they were like, oh, I can remember things again. Ah. <laughs> they didn't die from COVID. They died from dementia. From intergalactic 3D fucking dimensions of an Elon Musk computer simulation COVID universe. What if it was a computer simulation? What if... What if fucking, what if humans are taking antibiotics and ibuprofen and fucking Z-Packs and shit, but what if we just need some fucking malware defense for these fucking brain disorders, these, these fake marketed demand fucking COVID plague stories that they're just going to keep releasing like fucking spiritual bombs on mankind huh what if we need to create some kind of some kind of fucking software for the human soul that protects us against viral virus news so it doesn't go viral in our fucking brain. Like you'll be like, oh, that's a viral tweet. It has fucking 33,000 views on that video. Well, how many views does it have in your fucking memory, in your brain as an individual, as a person? Just playing it over and over again and reading it over and over again. These short little bite-sized fucking nuggets of fucking information. You making it go viral inside your body. This fake COVID fucking made up with fucking short mate COVID-19. Shut up! COVID-19. Coronavirus. Corona. Corona beers. Huh? All 
these little fucking marketed little wear a mask COVID. Huh? All this shit just fucking psychotically engineered for your fucking brain to psychoanalyze and replay over and over again and to self-detonate and give yourself fucking schizophrenia over COVID. The implosion of humanity from inside. Your laptop brains are going to freeze, people. You better hurry up and hold that button down try to restart your computer. Before you fucking explode, what if your body could just explode? Blood and chunks everywhere. Surging on the fucking the information highway, the fucking internet, just OD and fear and loathing in Las Vegas, just fucking reading tweets, driving down the highway to fucking work, high as fuck on dopamine drip, acid fucking Twitter, social media, crank crack posts, retweeting rocks, Instagram, a crack cocaine, just getting high as fuck off your phone on the way to work, on the way home from work, just getting fucking loaded on COVID. I'm getting loaded on COVID. Woo! Let's go! I don't do cocaine. I do COVID. I do crack COVID cane. Huh? Maybe we need a software that can act as a Netscape and practice fucking... Uh, 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 white blood cells for the fucking, for the brain, for the soul, for the spirit to get this, this viral virus out of our computer bodies. Huh? They hacked our emotional Wi-Fi, our mental Wi-Fis. All right. That's why when your friend's mad at you and you're like, what's wrong? It's bothering me. They're sending off vibrations your Wi-Fi, your human Bluetooth is bothered by your best friend. All right. And they were like, you know what? That's why you need a good password when the cable company sets your internet up so your neighbor doesn't fucking use it and give you a slow fucking internet. So the government doesn't fucking come in and just enter through the Wi-Fi in your fucking eyes, ears, and, 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 into your brain and tell you to put a mask on and you do it and you don't know what to believe because they're fucking in there. They're inside your mind and your body and once they're in, it's over. They just put, they just keep pumping out keywords to keep activating these little detonations in your synapses to make you keep getting crazier and crazier. Ooh, there's more death. Oh, they're surging. Oh, there's go in the, in the. We have to worry about the fall. We'll see the numbers then, and they just keep dropping these little slogans and fucking key words. And you read the Bible, love thy neighbor. Ooh, the perfect concoction of COVID. <laughs> have you ever heard of soul scalping by Sherry Schreiner? And they implant a little demonic worm behind your eye. It's called the Black Eye Club. You get all these politicians and celebrities have black eyes getting punched in the face. And they say as you get to the highest levels of society, they do this so that way they can 
keep you under control, but I think that's just some kind of fictional Edgar Allan Poe, you know, Netflix kind of thriller movie and that they just have to make get you to read tweets and to read Facebook posts and to, and the same thing happens they can control you your mental currency right till the next pandemic comes along it'll be it, it'll be so easy to to activate these mandates that we're, we're putting each other under. People are putting each other under fucking mandates. Like, people think that they have power over other people. How did society allow this to happen? And maybe it started when we allowed people to... Like, who was the first policeman to say, like, hey, I know we're all hanging out, and I know we're all friends, but I'm going to start walking around the caveman fire at night and make sure everyone's sleeping and no one's waking up and getting an extra handful of berries. If I see that person, then I'm going to have to do something about it. And so he the, the, the woke up and he saw Ben over there with a handful of berries that Scott had picked earlier for the gang to share equally. And he said to him, why are you doing this? Why are you eating these berries, Ben? And Ben told him to fuck off, that they were friends. And he pulled a rock out and he smashed Ben's fucking head in until it exploded like a fucking berry that was stepped on by his bare fucking foot. And then he picked his skull up and he drank the blood from his skull like it was fucking wine. And one of the other guys woke up, Tim, and he said, holy shit. We thought you were just going to walk around at night because you were an insomniac. And you might protect us from a wolf or two. Or some kind of rodent or animal that was going to come by the campfire for heat. And you just bashed Ben's head in with a fucking rock. And you drank blood from his fucking skull. You have blood all over your face, Gary. What are we going to fucking do? You just murdered somebody. And Gary just looks at his tribe and he points to the berries. He says, but look at all the berries you have left. You're not going to go have to go hunting today to get more berries because I saved them from that hungry fucking piece of shit sociopath fucking Scott. And... They were like, okay, you killed somebody, but technically you did it while you were a police officer for our caveman tribe. And so you get to live. Just try not to fucking do it again. And they all sat down and they ate. And they were like, I'm not going to let fucking, I'm not going to let his fucking Ben's fucking uh, Ben Scott, the sociopath, his body go to waste. And cavemen were the first people to give people two names because of caveman. So they called each other. That's how we got the last name, the caveman, Ben Scott. And so 
he they went over and they started they just started cutting Ben's body it was up and they just ate chunk they ate his calves and his feet and his toes and his ears and his nose and his cheeks and they just ate him and that's kind of how cannibalism started with the political elites and the police and how it's all interconnected. <laughs> that's how it's all interconnected. All right. They didn't have jail cells and private prisons to make people work for 11 cents an hour and have companies like Aramark make, be worth $11 billion a year because they force people to make 11 cents an hour in private prisons that make millions of dollars in federal funding and it's actually like this whole legal slavery fucking thing. All they had was one guy who was bigger than the rest willing to protect his berries by bashing in Ben's skull with a fucking rock. And not only did he fucking save the berries but he created more food. Ben Scott's body. That's the problem with police nowadays. And that's why, that's what we have to change in society is when they fucking kill someone, they don't fucking eat them. Okay, you shot somebody. Why didn't you fucking, why didn't you bring them back to the police station, carve them up like it's a fucking Thanksgiving and we fucking eat the person? We wouldn't have to spend the money to put the person in prison if we put them in a fucking oven. I don't care what the fucking crime is. You fucking shoot somebody before the news can get there, pick their body up, throw it into a fucking uh, an oven and cook and everybody in the police station eats that person. Are they going to throw everybody in jail? No. That's the problem with police is they don't work in packs. They don't work as a fucking team. If a cop shoots somebody, that cop should take that person back to the station and every single person on the police force has to eat that a piece of that person. I don't understand why this is so hard for people to fucking fathom. You're either going to participate in the police force or you're not, you're not, that, that, that's what doesn't hold them. That's why police chiefs and that's why these people turn on each other because it gets to court and stuff. It should never even get there. It should have only got to the fucking, the incinerator, the oven. There shouldn't be fucking prisons of people. There should just be ovens of people being cooked, repurposed, repurpose the people, not defund the police, repurpose the people. That's where we're going wrong as a society. We're trying to rehabilitate people. We need to repurpose the people. Fucking, you fucking death row inmate should be turned into dog food, fed to dogs. <laughs> Repurpose the people. They already wear fucking 
the Red Shoe Club, they wear red leathery shoes made with people's flesh. Have you seen the movie Fresh on Netflix? Have you watched it? A doctor, he's like an independent contractor, Uber driver doctor. He has women tied up in his house and he keeps them alive so their meat's fresh and he cuts off little pieces of their calves and their butt and their titties and he cuts them up and he dry freezes them and he turns them into pork chops and shit and a bowl of spaghetti and meatballs made with a girl's fucking butt cheek the meatballs made with her butt cheek $33,000 for that little plate of spaghetti is making a killing and the political elites are so rich that they fucking they, once you get a certain, past a certain amount of money, you don't care about laws and stuff. And they can't do anything. They'll be pulling your revenue out of the economy. Justin Bieber gets a DUI. You think he's going to jail? No. Are they going to pull a billion dollars out of the music industry for him to sit in a prison cell? Can't fucking do that. Is Trump going to go to jail? No. Where are they going to pull a couple of billion of revenue out of the fucking economy no you fucking idiots but anyways these people they buy human meat and i guess they have a little gold seal of satan in the bottom of the plate because they know that the white christian republican people get fucking scared even more they'll be like oh i saw a baphomet i'm fucking terrified ah and they eat the people, and he makes a bunch of money. And, you know, he's acting totally normal while doing all this. And I get that it's fucking like he's cutting people up. And he's like, I mean, he's a plastic surgeon. He's just doing what he does at his regular job for like 10 times more money. So I'm not saying I'm saying it's horrible. But at the same time, I'm like, he's making a lot of fucking money. And a couple of those girls were going to get beaten by their boyfriends anyways. One of their husbands was going to kill them. And her body, if a little meatball's 33000 her body's worth a couple of million. And she's not smart enough to sell her pussy on OnlyFans. So, so what? somebody's got to make fucking some money off her. Prostitute will give a guy a hand job for $50. A little thing of her body, a little meatball is worth 33000 We are witnessing the fucking, uh, the, the inflation of, of average people who don't have self-worth. What would she have jerked the Green River Killer off, got strangled, and a piece of gum fucking left in her pocket and thrown into a river for a little for a little nephew little fucking Jason going fishing with his uncle Brad to fucking reel it in and his uncle Brad's like oh that's a I didn't know they made groupers in the river Jesus Christ and he oh it looks like some debris what is that is that a fucking we catch a beaver's nest oh it's Herman Munster, a fucking bloated prostitute. Yeah, I had to turn around, Jason. Don't tell your fucking mom, goddammit. I'm gonna, and then I take my little rainbow sandal, and fucking Brad, he just kicks the body and pushes it back out until it looks like debris again. They pack the toolbox, fishing toolbox up, and they fucking go home. He says, You don't ever tell your fucking mom about this ever. I'll get in trouble.
None of that had to ha- fucking happen. If that fucking prostitute would have known that her big toe was worth, was a fucking lollipop for a political elite to suck on. For a $10,000 big toe lollipop. It's, and so this is all happening. This is real life. This cannibalism, these people, these, they're cannibals, (laughs) these COVID cannibals. The cannibals aren't afraid of catching COVID. They fucking want to, they want to eat your calf muscle. Like it's a fucking pork chop. One of them ground the girl up into like cat food. I mean, it's really, at, at, at the core of the concept, it's disgusting. But you can see what's going on from a 30,000-foot view. Is that that plastic surgeon doctor knew how to repurpose people. And you don't. You just fire them without documentation and then cause your company to get unemployment claims. You don't know how to reper you don't know how to manage middle class Americans. We gotta repurpose our people. How many people in Iowa owe us And it's like the people of Iowa, they don't owe us an ear of corn. They owe us an ear off a COVID patient. Like all these people just died from COVID and we didn't even cut their fucking ears off. And I guarantee they taste like Jimmy Dean sausages or they, they could be a dried dog cookie or they could be a fucking... Some kind of jerky. We didn't even eat COVID patient fucking ears. We don't know how to repurpose fucking people in this country. All that. And you know what? The guy says in the movie Fresh, he says, when I eat somebody, it's like the total sacrifice they give themselves to me. It's like, okay, you could just put someone in an incinerator and cremate their body. Or you fucking put them in a coffin. And the worms and stuff get to eat the body. The insects get to eat the body. The raccoons, all that. So you're saying essentially that that person deserves to be eaten by dogs. Like death is the ultimate insult. Steve Jobs says death is the greatest invention of all time because it never fails. But it's also the ultimate insult because you're just discarded. They just put you in the ground and disgusting insects get to eat you. Wouldn't it be more joyous if your family and friends got to fucking eat you? Kim Kardashian ate her placenta. Cut a fucking ear off. Eat it. Enjoy your mom's ear. Your dad's ear. Your grandpa's fucking ear. Fucking cook it. Use some use some Dano seasoning. Use some fucking butter. Marinate it. I steak chop marinade. Fucking lemon herbal marinades. I don't know. Eat their fucking ear. 
If you're squeamish about it, eat an eat a fucking eyelid. Huh? Do something. Work cherish the dead. Repurpose the dead and and praise them by eating them. We should have ate all these COVID patients. We got fucking we got we got uh uh supposedly people dying of famine in third world countries. We can't take these COVID patients. Have them, you'll sign a waiver as an organ donor to give your liver up to somebody else. Take the organs. I don't care. When you when you have pulled pork with a pig, you just get the pig carcass. You don't get all their fucking blood and guts inside. I'm sure somebody would eat them, but what turn into a sausage. But I'm saying like send the COVID patient body to the fucking Middle East or these third world countries and let them eat our COVID patients. And there won't be famine anymore because they'll be eating our family. I don't understand why this isn't happening. You'll let the, the fucking birds and the bees and the worms, you'll let all them fucking eat your grandma why don't you let a nice fucking family of four in in Africa just eat your fucking white grandmother? It's a kill two birds with one stone. Your your white grandmother gets eaten by the African family that's under famine, and technically you're fucking feeding them. You're contributing to Black Lives Matter. It that is the yin yang sign. An African family eating your white little pieces of your white grandmother's flesh. <laughs> and then they do it at night. You turn night vision goggles on, and all you see are like the eyes of Lions and hyenas just eating a fucking, an old lady. And she's just laid out on the fucking dirt, dirt African Sahara fucking ground. And and they're just fighting. And one of them rips her fucking flesh off. And they're fighting over her foot. And they're fucking bopping it around like a fucking beach ball. And all of a sudden you're like watching it. Because you're like a billionaire elite who likes to hunt and shoot fucking zebras like like Donald Trump Jr., he's alpha because you know, I kill fucking zebras while eat while chewing on fruit stripe. And and all of a sudden he gets hit in the head with a COVID patient grandma's foot. Somebody from that African tribe that was eating your white grandmother saw Donald Trump Jr. They don't even like him over there. They're like and they grab Instead of eating her foot, they fucking threw it and they hit him in the face. <laughs> Honestly, who throws a shoe? I just, I don't understand. You know? See, that's what I don't like about the Republicans. Is they'll, It's like, they'll be like, oh, they're fucking trafficking kids at a fucking pizza shop in D.C., a Comet Pizza, but it's like, why aren't we repurposing the people into pizzas?
Like maybe, maybe they were, maybe they're just a startup of people. We're doing the startup for the Bitcoin. Now it's a startup for people where they're saying the human body is more valuable than ever before. Sign a waiver when you die. We're going to repurpose the people into pizzas that we're going to fucking sell to really hungry people who are broke and poor and can't afford fucking food and drink and gas and inflation and they're struggling, the homeless people, and we're going to fucking serve them people pizzas. That's what we'll call it, people pizzas. Pizzas made of people. You just take a big slab of their back and you stretch it over a piece of dough. <laughs> and you, and the pepperonis are just like a fucking handful of fucking ears. They just throw it on top and you get a fucking pizza people pizza. Repurpose people. God, this is fucking classic, dude. This is fucking classic. I want to drop this right now. This is so good. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. You guys want to talk about uh, NFL free agency? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oof. Tom the con goes to Tampa. Another con job by him. Fucking making the suck it sign in practice. He would never do that in a real fucking press conference. But that's what he does. He He's one of those corporate guys, one of those CEOs who says, let's fucking go. But he doesn't say the fucking part, but he says LFG and everyone in the, in the fucking team meeting at his corporate shop is like, did Tom just intimate fuck? Dude, HR is going to be fucking all over him and he's like yeah but technically you didn't say it we said it we read it like it was fucked but he didn't say it and they're like well that's why he's our fucking that's why travis kalanick's gonna fucking build uber because his first question is like are you an asshole Ooh, what a fucking edgy question hey i know it's your job you just applied to put work here of fucking indeed What's the first interview question i bet you were gonna ask for your resume i don't give a shit about your resume are you a fucking asshole are you a piece of shit who's going to help get me fired in like five years from this fucking startup? Because my first interview question is, are you an asshole? Because I'm edgy. I'm antsy. I'm irritated. I'm agitated. Nothing in my life means more than disrupting the fucking Jewish mafia golden fucking cab community. <laughs> I'm like a little leprechaun. I just want to fucking bag of taxi cab medallions <laughs> that show's pretty good super pumped by the way with joseph gordon levitt I, I he's off and on for me but so far it's good i just feel like everybody tries to copy wolf of wall street and leo dicaprio like with the fourth wall and all that shit and being edgy and part like they go to vegas and they spend 25 million dollars i get they did it in real life but it's like Nothing says party and like snorting cocaine in movies. Whenever they want to emphasize a party, there's a scene with somebody snorting cocaine. And I, I can't tell you how many people I've said do cocaine to. And they're like, they think it's like a fucking you're inhaling crack cloud smoke and shit. And you die in a cardboard box. Like nothing even happens. You just get like, you just get like, you're, you just, you grind your teeth a little bit. And you get kind of serious 
and you laugh real hard, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> all right, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. And you just tell stories and shit, and you wake up and fucking cry the next day because you talk too much, all right? But I guess it's that's when you want to party in the movies. That's what you fucking... You should watch Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. He, Benicio Del Toro tells uh, Johnny Depp to take a shot of adrenochrome, which is your favorite conspiracy theory about people, elites drinking children's blood. And there's Wall Street uh, Journal article about Peter Thiel and all your favorite athletes. They get oil changes. They drain the oil they drain the blood out of their body and they replace it with like organ donor, 13 year old blood. And they're fucking regrowing arm like a fucking starfish. Tom Brady has like, I don't know, probably 10 year old kid blood inside of his body. That's why he's so youthful. It has nothing to do with avocados and ice cream and stretching and shit. You dumb fuck. But, uh, Tiger Woods did it for his knee. Peyton Manning, his neck. Got to go overseas to do it. You know, it's like, you know, the number one dentists in the world are in Colombia, And and uh, a lot of people are like, think you're going to be on botched or get trafficked or get your head cut off and thrown over a fucking bridge in a drug cartel. But at least you'll have braces. Because um, they can do things. Uh, they can skirt regulations in Colombia. Our world's greatest dentists, they go to Colombia to train and then they come back to America. True story. Um why didn't you go? Why don't you fucking get your teeth? Motherfucker, you can't just go get new teeth. This shit has cost me almost $10,000 so far. I've had surgery fucking five times. All right? Bone graft, fucking all, everything you could do. Gums lasered to get these fucking teeth. You think I don't want fucking teeth, you dumb fuck? Supposedly, I'm supposed to get them this fucking week. Thank God. Another fucking $2,000 just to put them in my fucking mouth. You, you can't just go get new teeth. Otherwise, I'd have them. I told them. I said, I'll give you $10,000 right now. Put them in. I got to go to work the next day. They're like, it's not how it works. And then they want you to wear this flipper flapper thing. And you feel like, hey, I'll throw guys. Sa, 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 sa. Fucking uh, fill somebody's tire up with a fucking lisp. Tom the Con, he's back with the Bucks, thank God, right, for the Bucks fans, I, I don't know, I'm sure he'll have a good season, hopefully it's not like when Brett Favre came back at the last minute to the Vikings and just didn't give a fuck the whole season, got hit real hard, made a hot dog and retired, is Gronkowski still going to go to the Bills, you know, it's like, people are always like, Look, I Tom is fine. He's been in the Super Bowl ten times, won seven. He is a con man, though. He, that's what he is. And most corporate people, and this is fine. You have to understand this. I'm not hating on Tom Brady. I'm telling you, most corporate CEOs, they're con men. That's like why Wells Fargo CEO gets charged with fucking fraud. They all the Nissan guy in fucking Japan fraud. Most. Corporate CEOs, or you have to be a con man to be a CEO. That's that's what I'm really trying. I try to tell you guys truths, and you think it's hate because you can't comprehend what I'm fucking saying to you. He's a con man. 
And that's okay. That's a good thing. That's why he's been in the Super Bowl 10 times. Because you have to lie, cheat, steal, kill, and con. Elizabeth Holmes in Theranos, great show out, the dropout. She fucking, she had a vision to change the world, droplets of blood. And and one droplet of blood could tell you about all, all your diseases. And it could link your Indian family to Pocahontas or you to Christopher Columbus. We've talked about this and... Those were Adam. Those are the original Adam and Eve, Pocahontas and and Christopher Columbus, and they created what is now known today as modern America. Um, Christopher Columbus used to eat when people would die of scurvy and shit on the ships. They, he, why didn't you eat your oranges? Would be the last thing you'd say to them right for their last breath, and then he would marinate their body in orange juice and cook and eat their fucking their bodies that Christopher Columbus knew how to repurpose the people. And that's how he made it. Cause he didn't have a compass. He's trying to get across the ocean and sea, and people are dying and there's sharks and fucking dehydrated and stuff. And so he, the, the ones that would die or he would repurpose them and eat them so he could get to America. So that, when we stopped eating our own people, it's when America stopped fucking growing as a nation. You know, they told somebody, they're like, dude, no, look, uh, repurpose the people. We got to, we got to make, start making produce like corn and baked potatoes and green beans and shit. Cause we're freaking people out, dude. It's like, and then the population overgrew and expanded. We had 7 billion people and we had to create the fake COVID to fucking kill everyone because we stopped eating them, they started producing more. They didn't. <laughs> Humans are America's finest produce and product. Six Sigma people process product, which essentially is an equal sign to eating people. Each are young. Um. Tom's going to be fine. Julian Edelman still hasn't joined the box and it's because he, he's a bro. He wants to hang out and fucking, you know what I mean? He wants to be friends. And Tom's like, we work the weekends, you fucking asshole. And the only other time we ever Mondays and Tuesdays, I want to see my kids and go to a little league game and maybe cook dinner and be a dad and stuff. I don't want to go to the fucking Bahama Breeze on a fucking Tuesday for happy hour with you. You're single and so get a woman. Once you get married and get a woman, you won't be asking me to hang out. You won't need to fucking hang out. You'll actually become an adult male because grown men don't need to be going to the bars and fucking hanging out. And he's trying to explain this to Julian, who's like a young... And Julian's saying, like, I'm going to put 100000 that it's going to be you versus the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And Tom's trying to tell him, he's like... Roger Goodell already told me that Matt Stafford's going to win the fucking Super Bowl. It's not going to, don't do it. I'm telling you right now. The NFL's rigged because they signed a deal with DraftKings and Jerry Jones is uh, in on it. And he gave that kid that he had out of wedlock that his whole family knows about and everyone in Dallas has known about for fucking years and a, a small little percentage to shut the fuck up. 
he told the kid, Jerry Jones told the kid, he said, look, I'm going to pay for your birth with some Bitcoin. It's not going to be worth a lot now, but don't get startled. By the time you're 18 and you can spend your education fund, there'll be hundreds and millions of dollars in there. Every day, he, that little girl looked at her Bitcoin, and he's like, I thought you put $20 in there, Jerry. It's at 17 right now. When's it going to grow? And she, he's like, it's a percentage of a fucking dollar. And just shut the fuck up, you anorexic bitch. Before I have a cowboy with a fat lip, beat your ass. And she got mad and stuff. The Bitcoin, it never blew up. And she came out of the woodwork. She's looking for fucking real money. And you know, it's the kind you can hold in your hand. And you can get a pack of cigarettes and some liquor with. You know, the kind that she gets tipped working at the strip club. Oh, I'm going to... And the problem is, is when she was dancing and stuff, she's like dancing. She's trying to tell people her dad's Sherry Jones. And they're not paying attention to her. And she turns around because she's not shaking her ass and pussy in their face. And they take the dollar back from her. And so she's losing money. And she just became frustrated. And it all boiled over because of Bitcoin. I'll tell you more about Tom soon. Bro, Tom Brady can suck on my fucking nuts, dude. He's a middle manager. All right. I think he found that out. You know... That, like, he, he's a 10-time Super Bowl winner, but it's like nobody gives a fuck, dude. At the end of the day, you're a football player. You're not some corporate executive. I'm watching Super Pump with Travis Kalanick. That's a real fucking quarterback. Dealing with billions of fucking dollars. Larry Page, Bill Gurley, fucking raising capital, fucking uh, uh, using gray ball to screen out fucking... Uh, local municipal authorities and fucking taxi cab oversight and the FBI and the cops not giving a fuck, dude. Fucking from scratch builds a fucking $10 billion company. Like, it's, uh, I, I don't give a fuck about Tom Brady. I mean, he's not doing anything at the end of the day. I don't, he hasn't even made $1 billion, let alone build a fucking... $30 billion from scratch company. Travis Kalanick has $2.83 billion of, of fucking net worth now. That's like, uh, that's like Tom Brady's career times like fucking a hundred Super Bowls. Like, I know, I, I get it, okay? It's a Super Bowl. It's a fucking, it's a, it's a holiday that they created, like, Thanksgiving and fucking Christmas and Easter in our country for consumers to go to the supermarket and buy fucking hard-shell chocolate eggs and eat them. All right? On Thanksgiving, you go and you buy a turkey and you cook it. And then Christmas, you go buy a fucking $250 flocked Christmas tree from Home Depot. I want a Douglas fir, fucking 10 feet. Can you put it on top of my car for me? All right. Fourth of July, I'm going to go buy a new grill and buy fucking hot dogs. When the Super Bowl comes, I'm going to go buy a new 80-inch 4K fucking Samsung. Do Do you get all that shit? No one gives a fuck, bro. Tom the Con, he's back. He's going to take the lead. Uh, 
it's going to be the laziest fucking, I'm sure he'll have good stats. I'm sure it'll be exciting. I'm sure he'll win some games, but it's like, okay, like addict, Tom, we get it. You're a junkie. All right. You're really showing your ass here, pal. And then we got Deshaun Watson. He's going to go to the Saints or the Panthers for what? To get your fucking ass beat? The fuck is he? He's not going to do shit. He's not going to win a fucking Super Bowl. The internet rapist is coming to town. Told a, let's hold a, a fucking local town council meeting. The original Night Stalkers in Charlotte. I, I don't give a fuck if he's guilty or not. Or if the or the Instagram thoughts or whores or whatever sullied his fucking name. It happened and it's over, Deshaun. You can go on, he goes on Twitter and he's like, I just think God is good clearing my name. Well then why did God dirty your name in the first place? Cause it was bad. He basically attached sexual assault to your fucking name. Thank God, you know, you go to through civil litigation or whatever it was and somehow you won or whatever. It, the damage is done. It doesn't fucking matter. Deshaun is damaged. It's over. All right. And Tom the Con and Gronkowski will come back and fucking Edelman and fucking won't come back because this isn't fucking... A fucking Mark Wahlberg HBO fucking show about a group of guys in Hollywood that fucking hang out and they call their agent Ari up and they're like, get us a fucking deal, man. Yeah, start a burger restaurant, Wahlburgers. We want to sell fucking burgers. My brother Donnie's banging out fucking Jenny. What was that show she used to be on on MTV? Big titted, blonde haired slut. You like people would be like, do you like dogs? And they'd guess and they'd be blindfolded and fucking used to love that fucking show. Something Cupid. I don't know what it was, but it was stupid. Every morning when I wake up, I love pooping. That fucking rhymes. Tom the Con. He probably told Giselle and she fucking started screaming at him and he slapped her as hard as he fucking could on her face and she her face slammed into the fucking the kitchen counter. Oh fucking and he picked a pan up and threatened to fucking just crush her skull on the fucking granite. And she's like, no, Tom. She just really started fucking crying. And his little kid saw and ran in the room crying. And he looked up and put the pan down and walked in there and said, son, just fucking relax. You better not fucking tell anybody. Okay, daddy's fucking used to it. Michelle, he walks back in and Giselle has a fucking pack of peas on her fucking face. She can't work for a week now. She has a black eye. She questioned Tom. All right. She calls up Edelman crying and says, Tom fucking beat me again. <laughs> he beat me again. He lost the fucking Stafford because the NFL fucking told him that he had to lose because it's about gambling and betting now. And they set it all up for Stafford to win the MTV Lifetime Achievement Award. And he was so fucking pissed off that he had to take an L for the fucking for the NFL and and fucking 
you need a fucking loss here, Tom. And Tom's like, I thought it was about winning and stuff. He's like, it used to be, but now it's about fucking marketing. And that's more important than fucking winning or losing or fucking people dying from COVID or not. It doesn't matter anymore. You don't have to do anything in our country anymore. You just have to market, Tom. You don't have to be a winner or a loser or a billionaire or not a billionaire or a fucking have COVID or don't have COVID or people dying or not fucking dying. You just have to market that it's happening. It's all happening Get it tattooed down your fucking forearm like your Sheena from Vanderpump Rules. It's all happening. I grew up doing ballet, and now I fucking hired a producer for $100 to make a pop song that I have on my fucking SoundCloud. It's all happening, Tom, to you. Did Tom win all those Super Bowls? I, I hope so. Tom the con. Hmm. Oh, Tommy boy. We get it, man. You're super professional, bro. You made a fucking documentary, Man in the Arena, during the middle of a fucking NFL season. Talking about all your career wins and losses and going to the Super Bowl and stuff. And even in that documentary, you still were fake. It was still fraud. You still didn't say what you wanted to fucking say. You said the professional version of what happened to the fucking camera. Nobody watched it. Nobody watched Man in the Arena. Nobody talked about it. Nobody cared. Nobody watched it. When they did Jordan and the Bulls, everybody was, I didn't watch it because I don't give a fuck about basketball because I'm not a six foot nine fucking black kid. All right. I don't, I'm not a white guy who fucking can't throw a football. So I have to go to a local church and play fucking basketball for exercise because that's what they do. That's what white guys do. White guys with no talent. They play basketball because it's easy. I pick the ball up and I throw it at the hoop. I don't have to have arm strength or leg strength or power or intensity or anything. I literally just like fucking throw a ball at a hoop and I hope it goes in. Fucking check out my fucking trick shots. Fucking Brad Johnson's blowing up on TikTok right now because it is cool fucking basketball trick shot. Look at my fucking trick shots. I throw the basketball in the fucking hoop and it goes in and then the bubbles, the bubbles, the bubbles. Brad Johnson's a nice guy, don't get me wrong, but I would rather fucking die than make his content. Put a gun in my mouth and blow my fucking brains out before I make fucking shoot a basketball into a hoop, fucking LeBarn James, white guy on a farm, builds a fucking basketball hoop contraction fucking content. Throw God's about power and intensity. All right? Pure fucking power. Dominance. Fucking power stroke. Turbo spears. Spearing a fucking antelope and I turn it into jalapeno poppers with cream cheese and I fucking eat its dead fucking deer carcass. I step on his skull and mush it into the fucking ground. I don't give a shit about fucking basketballs or basketball hoops or courts or fucking tricks. Look at me, trick shot! It's a trick shot! <laughs>
gayest shit on the fucking planet. Brain dead fucking society, dude. Brain dead success. Why the fuck a trick shot? I want to can dead COVID people up and I want to fucking serve them. Feed your family to famine. I want to serve canned COVID people to third world fucking countries and solve world hunger. Aaron Rodgers is like, God damn it, Tom Brady's fucking back. Motherfucking God damn it. Russell Wilson going to the Broncos is going to be worse than fucking RG3 going to the Browns. He's been done for a while. All right. Is it, he has the fucking, his, he has Metcalf and fucking Lockett and good running backs and a good offensive line and a solid defense. And he didn't win fucking anything in Seattle. And he has Pete Carroll as his fucking coach. The most flimsical, slippy, slappy, flippy, floppy grandpa fucking coach of all time. And he says he couldn't get Pete Carroll to let him throw the football. Maybe it's because you can't throw the football, son. That's why. You, you, all you can complete are these fucking, you either throw a moon ball or these weird run around fucking doodad balls, or you throw a fucking 200 jet lion dragon double slant pass out of the shotgun. There's like the three throws that he fucking throws. It's like, that's why you're not a, a Brady or a Montana or somebody who picks apart a fucking defense. You haven't been since you're a fucking two star at Richmond. You've never been. You're not a fucking how mummy Tim Couch 65 times a game passer. That's not your game. And so Pete's trying to explain this to him and 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 uh and Percy Harvin in between migraines is like, man, you're not black enough. And he just it's all coming to a head now. And then he rides into the Broncos like fucking Django. Fucking at Django Wilson should be his new Twitter handle. That's what Django is about, leaving Seattle, Candyland. And, and, and his fucking Pete Carroll. And he goes to the fucking Broncos, the Rocky Mountains, where it's cold as shit. Where usually when you have fucking sickle cell, you can't play there. I'm not saying he does, but he does have a lazy eye if you notice it. And you can see him thinking. Like his eyes are always rolling in the back of his head like fucking lottery power balls. You're like, why? Literally, like, you say something to him, you might as well twist one of his ears down like a fucking jackpot casino machine and watch his eyes roll around and land on a fucking three sevens in a row. I don't think, I think he's done. He joins a conference with Herbert and Mahomes and Derek Carr. It's like the number one conference in the NFL. And my buddy was like, well, that's because he thinks he's the best quarterback. And I'm like, that's fun to say. That's a nice tweet. But it's not reality, because he's not. It's going to look rough. He's wearing orange and blue. I'm not trying to be racist here, but I'm like a Teddy Bridgewater didn't look that great in a Broncos uniform. You went to five Super Bowls with John Elway, a fucking six foot four, 250 pound white guy that looks like a horse. One of the, it's like the USC Trojans. They've never had a fucking black quarterback since 1983, fucking Rodney Pete. That's why they brought Lincoln Riley in is to bring a black quarterback to Los Angeles. That's the real reason. Because they don't have one. They've never had one traditionally. They always have white quarterbacks. The Broncos 
fucking, they had Teddy Bridgewater as a fucking mirage. Before that, they had Kyle Orton and Case Keenum and Tim Tebow and fucking John Elway and Tommy Maddox and Brian Greasy. It's it's Jay Cutler. It's not a fucking African-American quarterback place. I'm sorry to say that. I'm not, it's not racist. It's, it's follow the science, except for when it's racist. There's been 56 Super Bowls and two African-Americans have won one. And in a hundred years in the NFL, 101 now, two have won. So it's 2% chance you're going to Super Bowl. It's not going to the fucking Super Bowl. And I get it. He won one with Seattle. They had great defense. They had fucking beast mode eating Skittles and shit. I get it. He hit the fucking jackpot on a team. All right. It was a great team. I get it. Congratulations. Okay. You're one of the two. So maybe that gives you a higher percentage chance, but no, it not really. I'm sorry. And I know you're going to say little league coaches fucking make the kids play running backs and shit. And that's why they grow up and they fucking, they never learn how to play quarterback and all that. I, I get all that. It's not the case. It's not why it's a cultural thing. Quarterbacking is a commercial, you have to be, people are like, why did they pay Kirk Cousins? Because he's a fucking, it's commercial quarterbacking. Since 2015, the guy's thrown fucking 30 touchdowns and fucking under 10 picks and 4,000 yards like eight years in a row. He's a McDonald's. He's not a fucking some brunch fucking restaurant that is going to close if they don't keep the clout. He's a hard worker. He works 24-7. He's my number one fucking German warlord. The fucking, his favorite route's like a stop and go. Kirk Cousins has someone in his family that participated in the Holocaust. I don't care what anyone says, dude. He's the perfect fucking Jew killer fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Dr. Schultz fucking. Kirk Cousins, who wears Dr. Scholes. There's another entendre. I'm pretty good. Baby blue eyes. You like that? He's better than Joe Burrow. I said that. He's fucking intense. You ever seen Kirk Cousins cussing out fucking Adam Thielen? He doesn't have ice in his veins. He's fucking boiling fucking water, hot lava. Fucking diarrhea burns his asshole every time he takes a shit. He's on fucking fire. Fucking takes 10 niacin pills, rosacea red. Fucking, and he's an old lady, blood flowing through her fucking capillaries, keeping her alive. How do you get weed out of your system? You take niacin, dumb fuck. It'll be out in a day. I'm immature. I think weed's in your system for 90 days. I'm a doctor. If they catch me fucking taking weed, then I'll lose my license forever. Don't fuck up. And so that's where we're at in NFL free agency. Teddy Bridgewater goes down to Miami. Why do you go down to Miami? Because they're going to fucking bench Tua so they can put Teddy in. And he's going to have some bullshit fucking five-game winning streak. And then some, he'll go to some other fucking team. Him and Case Keenum, that's all they do every year. They just take over for fucking starters at week nine after the starters tear their labrums and shit. They win a couple of games, keep it competitive. They fucking gets, they leave and go to the next team. Chase Daniels does it. They all fucking, that's the spot. That's the quarterback spot. Shut the fuck up. 
go team to team, play three games, get $10 million and shut your fucking mouth. I couldn't do that. I throw a fucking temper tantrum, kick my feet up. I don't give a fuck. I'm not here to fucking back somebody up, you dumb fuck. And that's that Mitchell Trubisky. He goes to the fucking Steelers. I yeah, you know, I, you know what? He's got a nice smile. He looks like a, he looks like a fucking retarded Tony Romo. Mitchell Trubisky. He's got that same little smiley fucking face. And, you know, they're like, oh, he was so good with Josh Allen. He didn't complain about Chicago or anything like. That's the thing in the NFL when you play football. It's like you're not allowed to complain. Like you can't say your receivers suck or your linemen suck. I mean, you have bad character. It's like, no, that's what it is happening. They suck. I go to NC State. I'm like, everyone here sucks. It's like the line sucks. Everyone sucks. And they suck every year. They win like seven fucking games. I, I went from a five-star to a fucking two-star because I was surrounded by fucking three-stars. Do the fucking math. Hey, everyone sucks. And you say that, you're a fucking bad guy. It's like, that's why we can't solve any problems in our fucking country. All right? Because we don't, we don't like fucking the root cause of fucking anything of racism of covid of fucking sexism of we don't like talking about the root causes of everything and of anything and then that's why everyone's a fucking asshole then you get a few people you get like a trump who comes in he cuts right through the bullshit and fucking becomes president, and, you know, obviously they're going to gut him now, like death by a thousand cuts, the Democrats, that's what they do, Democrats, death by a thousand cuts, slice you up with fucking paper cuts so small, it takes fucking, it takes years to bleed out, they don't cut your throat, they don't stab you in the back, they just keep giving you little paper cuts in between your fingers and shit, little fucking, little fucking dry hand, fucking no lotion on the skin, fucking crackle cuts and they just bleed out and over years they just drain you until you fucking die because the democrats are serious they actually want to win they don't just sit around as digital soldiers and they're fucking and at people that's your fucking you're a digital dude you didn't sign up for the army and there's no draft and there won't be a draft and fucking you never participated in the military or fucking you don't know anything about war you're not part of no war generations maybe your grandpa but you're a digital soldier and your fucking gun is your phone and you just you just fucking at people I today I killed a hundred people on fucking in the Twitter war grounds, the fucking the battlefield of fucking Twitter. I'm a serious person. I tweet. I'm a serious person on social media. Serious social media, not serious radio, serious social media where you have to be serious because it's a serious fucking place. And if you're not serious, then we're not going to like your shit and you're not going to fucking you're not going to be able to get high because we're not going to like and retweet your shit because it's serious around here. It's a joke, bro. It's a fucking joke. All right. Tired of fucking poised people. It's fucking disgusting. You're not fucking poised. You're a pussy. You're a faggot. 
your poise. I'll doink your nose. How about that? You got gel in your hair. How are you? How are you fucking serious person? You got fucking gel in your hair. Oh, look at Matt. He did his hair today. I'm going to take him serious. Hey, lift your pants up. Can I see how colorful your socks are? It's like when you see like a young kid get his first job, he's dressed like a fucking funeral director. Cool suit, dude. We're stripping and waxing a floor. You're going to get your Banana Republic fucked up with stripping wax slurry. Why are you dressing? What do you want? You want me to think you're hot at work? You're going to, you are hot. You're going to sweat to death. You know, you run out of candy. You just bite off a pinch of toothpaste, you fuck. Oh, we're going to get rid of McDonald's in fucking Russia. That's what they do now. This is how they leverage society. It's the corporations. You should Google Illuminati fucking pyramid. And you'll actually see your dead slave digital soldier. And the corporations, they, they give money to these countries and for the through the to- tourism and the people and the hospitality business, paying to stay in your hotels and eat at your restaurants. And as soon as they want to gut you, they take your fucking restaurant. We're going to take that McDonald's out of Russia. And they're going to, the people are going to get pissed off because they can't get their fucking cheeseburgers. They can't get their bacon, egg, and cheese fucking biscuits. Their 40-piece fucking, why is my 40-piece chicken nugget $7? I get 40 pieces of chicken for $7? Is that real fucking chicken? We're going to take your McDonald's out of your country. Why are, what else? Putin is fucking like, oh, he's shaking in his fucking puss and boots. He's like, oh, my God, they just took McDonald's out of the fucking airport. Why is it the Starbucks in our airport open? Because they staffed it with one fucking person because the trick in frontline staffing the hospitality businesses is to bid a fucking average wage rate. And you fucking and then you just under fucking staff it. Here's a fixed rate. I want 25000 a month, all right? We guarantee 10 people will fucking be there. And then only six show up and we just fucking gut you and we drain your fucking revenue into our fucking coffers. Would you like a COVID clean? Oh, yeah. What is it? It's the same fucking way we clean everything else. There's no fuck. It's not even as bad as... C diff or hepatitis or any or fucking AIDS. It's like I could use Fabuloso to fucking clean it, but it's an extra five hundred dollars. You stupid fuck. That's the world we're living in. You little fucking cocksuckers. You know what I used to love about fucking Donald Trump fucking rallies is they were like fucking rock and roll concerts. They should be in the rock and roll fucking Hall of Fame. Big ideas, big picture. Get the crowd involved, get the chants going. But in the end, Donald, it was all rhetoric. Republicans are all rhetoric. And rectums, they're fucking assholes. They're all rhetoric. They don't do anything. They have no, they just complain the whole fucking time. They could, they talk about Democrats fucking complaining. At least they go burn fucking buildings down and shit. 
At least they start fires. It's like in Chicago, like you all you, you there's a Facebook video out at 2 a.m. You can hear fucking gunshots. But then the Republicans are the ones talking about the Second Amendment and don't take my don't take my guns away. Well, where's your fucking Facebook video at 2 a.m. in Chicago with your fucking gunshots? You're not even using them. Why would we take them away? You got them up in a fucking bookshelf locked away. You took them away from yourself, you fucking idiot. You're not even using your own fucking guns that you're scared we're going to fucking take your guns away. You're not even, Republicans aren't even fucking using them. What are you talking about? People care about fucking gas prices. Where are you driving? Where are you driving to? Do you drive a lot? Are you driving like a fucking hundred miles a day? Why do you care so much about about fucking gas prices? Will you drive to the fucking grocery store and back? Where are you fucking driving to? I think it's just a thing. That's what I'm saying is these are just marketed things. Gas prices. No one one cares about fucking gas prices. Where are you driving to? You're driving yourself crazy over things you can't control. No one's going anywhere. Not in your car. Not in your career. Not in your fucking life. You know, people will be like, man, throw God, you used to be so Republican. And yeah, I actually own MAGA hats and things like that. I actually wore them to my jobs. I wore a MAGA They would walk by my office. I'd have a MAGA hat on and they would stare at me. I'd have them hanging on the wall. I actually am a real alt-right fucking white nationalist. All right? You're a fucking... What you are is you're a, you're a fake fucking Trump supporter. You're, you're, a, you're the kind of Republican that doesn't even fucking... Doesn't even start a group for just like white guys. You went to go try out for the fucking Masons. You went to a pancake social. They told you that they had to hold a sword to your neck for you to fucking join. And you had to do a little dance on a fucking black and white tile floor. And then they all had to decide whether to black marble you. You got scared of fucking Satan and you and you didn't go back. I'm the largest brotherhood in the world, the Masons. Everyone's a Mason. That's famous. That means anything. If 33, 33rd degree fucking, everyone's a Mason. Prince Hall Masons are all fucking Mason. Buzz Lightyear, fucking Aldridge is a fucking Mason. John Wayne, he's gay in real life, by the way. You know, your favorite cowboy's fucking gay. They just market him into a fucking cowboy. You're a fake fucking Republican. That's what's fucking pissing me off. And the other thing I wanted to say is that, you know, I, I, uh, I'm very proud of, uh, my change here and, and, and not even being a liberal, but just talking about it. It's because it means I'm still growing. It means I'm still changing. 
And that's important. When you stop having new thoughts and feelings and new urges in your body, that's when you're you're done. That's when you're about to die. Every five years, you're supposed to fucking morph into something new and have a new idea and change. And that's why throw God's changing because I'm coming up on my fifth year and I'm I it's time to molt into something new and to change into something bigger and better. And if you're not doing that, you're just going to be named fucking Rick the rest of your goddamn Republican life. You're fucked. I was tweeting last night and I was tweeting some insane stuff about, like I said, repurposing people. And when somebody dies from COVID, we send them overseas to third world countries for people to eat their bodies as, as food or we turn them into dog and cat food, whatever. And I was just sitting there, totally rational. I was making steaks for dinner and mashed potatoes and mac and cheese. And I just, in between checking it and turning it and seasoning it, etc., I would grab my phone and I'd send out one of those tweets and the person reading the tweet obviously is like, this guy is fucking off his fucking meds. He's, which I take none of ibuprofen, but this guy's going cuckoo. This guy's, you know, drinking or doing drugs or something. And I literally was just, I was just making like steak, mashed potatoes, craft mac and cheese, some croissant rolls uh, for dinner just like, I think I was drinking a bottle of water. I just had the phone in my hand and I was just typing these words into a, a glass plastic phone and hitting send. And it would go, the words would go into this phone and then they would upload somewhere. I don't know where, if they have to go through Twitter servers or whatever. And by the time you saw them, they went through like five different paradigms to get to you to see them. And by the time you saw them, you created this fake context or situation in your mind about what it looked like, this fantasy about what it looked like for me to send that tweet. And I'm telling you, I was making a flank steak with mashed potatoes and Kraft Mac and cheese and some basketball shorts and Nikes, drinking a bottle of water with a hat on, watching NFL Network. And I was it's just insane, like, how you read those tweets and you just you're like, wow, this is insane. This is a real problem. Like what is going on? Is is somebody would be like, Oh, he's fucking tweaking. I don't even know what that means. And the kid that says that doesn't even know what tweaking is. Okay. Cause it's not a real thing. It's just some kind of like fucking urban dictionary, fucking he on a perk, sus, no cap lingo. Like when somebody says something, to me, like life's about having improv skills, okay, and being able to improv and being able to role play and go back and forth. And so, if I say we should can COVID people and send them to third world countries, 
then you should be like, well, what label are we going to put on the can? Are we going to put like a, an old lady smiling, petting her golden retriever? And it's like a red can, like an Alpo can or something. You're like, what's going to be the marketing? Like you add to the story, you add the details, you emphasize the story. And a lot of times people will be like, what, bro? What do you mean, bro? What the fuck are you talking about, bro? What, bro? And that immediately to me tells me that you have low intelligence. It's a sign of low intelligence. If your first guttural reactions to things are like, what, bro? What the fuck is this? What are you talking about, dude? Like, what? You're not able to comprehend information, see it from multiple contexts and 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 download it and then translate it into something that has meaning and then add to it add to the story improv uh skills add to that story to make it better and more important and funnier and it just shows how reality has become so distorted that i can just take a phone and i can type words into it And I can cause visceral reactions into people I do not know at all in any way. I'm not even near. They're just driving home from work, fucking reading their phones and fucking sitting on the couch. Or or maybe they're doing the same thing at dinner, just checking their tweets. And the chaos you can cause just by, like, saying fake things just typing in fake fucking words into a tweet and sending them out. It's alarming. It's a fucking problem that it's that easy to do. And, and I thoroughly enjoy doing it because, you know, it's like, what else am I going to do on Twitter? I mean, they people flirt with each other on Twitter you know, NFL players are flirting with each other and giving each other eyeball emojis and all people are doing is like up, like they'll send a tweet out like Tom Brady's back and it'll get like fucking 3,800 likes. And I'm just over there like, let's fucking repurpose people and it gets no likes. Nobody likes it. Nobody likes anything I do on social media. And yet it's some of the most brilliant fucking uh, content maybe ever created. So I made a new uh, metalcore track, Preacher uh, Culture. I have another one, Gas Eater, I'm about to drop on SoundCloud. And they're on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, all that. It's really heavy, a lot of breakdowns, blast beats, a lot of deep screams, etc. Great lyrics. And uh, you should really go listen to it. it. It's a fine wine. You know, at first you don't like metalcore music, but then after a couple of months or years, it escalates quickly. You go from, like, being a simp little fucking frat boy bitch who likes Coldplay or Foo Fighters to... All of a sudden, you like fucking uh, Lorna Shore or fucking Azalea Dying or something. You like the fucking metal. It escalates very quickly because of the instruments, the intensity, and the sound. So you should go check it out and just try to enjoy it. 
and just listen to the instruments and groove and the intensity and have a good time. I mean, I'm a recording artist. I create music and I put it up on the internet for you to enjoy and to listen to. And it's, I mean, it's, I'm tired of people. They like want me to fail. Like they get upset. Like they're like, wait, how the fuck did he like, he's like making music now. He's got like songs. It's like, yeah, what else would I fucking do? It's like, oh, fucking, you know, it's like they want you to just, they don't want you to do anything that's outside of what their plan is for you, these people. But, like, I have my own plans, dog. I'm going to do a show. Like, I'm going to do, like, a straight-up fucking chain smokers fucking does metalcore show. You think I'm fucking around, and I'm fucking not. And it'll happen out of nowhere. When I do it, it'll be insane. And then people will be like, Jesus Christ, dude, this guy just doesn't fucking stop. Because there's nothing to do. There's nothing to live for besides just fucking trying to party every day of your fucking life, trying to create chaos every day of your fucking life, there's no, there's nothing in between, bro. Never forget that. Never forget that. And you can call it a quarter-life crisis or the greatest midlife crisis ever re- captured on film. Whatever it is, that's fine, as long as it's chaos and culture and and pushing it to the limits and creating and not just consuming, but contributing to society in a meaningful way. You should do this. I was fucking the other day and I just started fucking twisting the ear, just twisting her ear and pinching her fucking nose closed and just putting my hand over her fucking face. And just like, you just got to twist or fucking to find a quarter in her ear. You just fucking see what, see what, it's fun. Just have a little fun with it. Just fucking twist it. Just fucking rip her ear until it's almost going to rip off. And you're just like, sorry, babe. Fuck that. Bro, next time you're watching NFL Network, I want you to look at the faces of these fucking retards. They're always smiling. They're always like fake laughing at each other. They're always, like, uh, like really excited about their information and sharing it. And, like, there's not even, they're not even telling jokes. They're making, like, little snide comments and shit. And they fucking, like, they give a little quirky laugh to it. It's like you're watching a fucking a live Tinder date. I don't know what the fuck is happening. It's like, they need to show footage of, I saw Russell's press conference with the Broncos, he looked like he was there, or like he showed up in like sweats with Sierra, and he keeps pretending like she's Beyonce, and and she's not, and you should go back and Google fucking Rihanna making fun of Sierra on Twitter, dude. Rihanna's Twitter is off the chain, by the way. But you should fucking... I thought it would be more spectacular. I thought 
Russell would dress up like Django and he would ride into Denver all the way from Seattle on a horse, like horseback. You'd ride the entire way by horse and have his family in the back in like an Oregon Trail carriage and they would stop and hunt game and he'd slaughter buffaloes and they would cook it and he would fucking there'd be a lake and stuff that he'd have to cross and the and the carriage would flip and the horse would start drowning and shit and he he would fucking he'd figure out a way to throw a rope around the horse's neck and pull him out of the fucking river or at least get him to the shallow parts so the horse could walk itself and I just thought it would be better. I don't know. Maybe climb on the shoulders of John Elway and like a kid at a fucking amusement park and Elway would just walk in with little Russell on his fucking shoulders. I just thought it was going to be a bigger fucking event. And like, I know Denver's acting like he's Peyton Manning, but he's not. I'm sorry. Peyton Manning is an expert fucking scientific fucking professional passing quarterback who made fucking that tight end Julius Julian whatever it was like see how his career ended as soon as Peyton Manning left like it was over like the next day that's how what Peyton Manning does when he joins your team he makes like non-existent people fucking Demarius Thomas's career was over when Peyton left. Wes Welker's career was over. <coughs> Who is the kid that uh, married that country star? His fucking career was over. He went to the Jets. He played like a season and a half. He was done. Like, that's how powerful Peyton Manning was is when he left, everyone had a fucking problem all of a sudden. And you were like, where did all these problems come from? They were hiding in Peyton's places. Dude, they should trade Jimmy Garoppolo to the fucking Brazzers or Bang Bros. Let them become Manuel Ferreira. That's the sex tape I want to fucking see is Kiara Mia and Jimmy Garoppolo. And he's just butt-fucking her and she's wearing a 49ers helmet, and her head is just smashing against the drywall, and he's like, bitch, this cock is going to give you CTE, and, her, and she's like, good thing you have that fucking helmet on for my fucking Hamlet penis, and he's just fucking pounding her, and she's screaming, and then he takes the fucking... He takes the fucking chin strap and he buttons it up and it's too tight. And he's like, oh, Jimmy, you fucking Jimmy, it's fucking too tight. She can't breathe and shit. And he got her the plastic kind and he fucking just fucking, or he, no, he gets her the cloth kind and he's just squeezing her fucking chin. And uh, you should have got the plastic kind, bitch. And Kira Mia is just fucking... Oh, she turns Italian all of a sudden because he's just giving her that fucking Italian, Italian herbs and cheese fucking 
penis. His penis is just dark and disgusting, like a fucking sausage length that has like cheddar cheese in it and stuff. And he's like, What's your favorite movie, bitch? And she's like, Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia. He's like, I thought you were a Latino. You're supposed to say, Ooh, fucking Papi, and Oh, Mamma Cita, Papi. And she's like, No, I'm Italian now because you're fucking, you're an Italian stallion. Oh, Mamma Mia. And he's like, that's a good fucking answer, bitch. And he just fucking, he grabs one of her titties and pulls it underneath her armpit as hard as he fucking can. It almost rips it off. And, uh, I'm going to give you stretch marks. And, uh, and she just fucking loves it. She just fucking loved it. He, Jimmy Garoppolo should be traded to Brad. Why can't you be two things at once? Why can't he be a porn star and a quarterback for the fucking 49ers? I don't understand, though. He started, like, the two seasons that he started and actually played, they went to the Super Bowl, and they're going to get rid of him for Trey Lance, who honestly looks like a homeless guy. Like, look at pictures of him. He's got, like, the fucking thinning hair, and he's trying to do the Sinbad with the cross earring. But it's like thinning out and stuff. And But why are they trying to get rid of And then I thought he was going to get traded soon. Maybe he'll get traded today after I do this podcast. But I, I don't know. Why wouldn't you trade, trade him to fucking Seattle? Trade him to the fucking... To the Saints. You know who they really need to trade is Sam Darnold to the Packers and let him just sit behind fucking or to the Rams and let him just sit behind Matt Stafford or sit behind Aaron Rodgers and just fucking learn for a little bit and relax and go under the radar. You know? That's what they need to fucking do. Sam Darnold's a caveman, bro. Like a straight-up fucking nomadic, curmudgeon fucking caveman, dude. I don't want a hoe. I want a hoe M-E at the end. Alright? Because hoes end up in holes. Holes. They end up dead because they fucking date some guy who just fucking, he just had enough with her, always wanting to go to the club and stuff, and he's just like, I made fucking a steak for dinner, and you're eating a fucking salad. Couples who eat together, stay together, and she can't comprehend it, and she throws a shoe at him, and then he fucking... He, you know, he tries to, like, fucking, you know, hold hold her back or something. She slaps him in the face. And, and it, then it's just, you know, next thing you know, she's in the fucking trunk of his car. And he's calling her phone. And he, he's like, babe, where are you? Are you, did you go out again? You're always doing that. And he like leaves a fake voicemail, and 
and he texts her like, where are you and stuff? And where are you at? And, and then he, and then text from her, her phone. Like I fucking, I went out with the girls and stuff and I don't want to be with you anymore. And he's like, okay, deal. Okay, bet. And then, um, and then he gets caught because his fucking Life 360 app, he fucking forgot it was on and location sharing and shit. And, and then he has to fucking fake his own death like Brian Laundry. Isn't it sad when you think about someone like Jameis Winston, who just like five years ago was like raping women in college and the coaches were like telling that girl, like, you shut up, you fucking slut. You're the, you, the one who drank too much. And then you just wanted to get fucking, you knew he was a star quarterback. So you wanted to suck him up and now you're fucking blaming him. Uh, it's, it's, you know, and she's crying and stuff and she's telling her mom that's not what happened and no one believes her. And then he, he gets a DVD fucking the killing field or whatever, like made about him. And the whole time Jameis was like, why are you, this is a Deshaun Watson fucking story. And they fucking, he gets drafted to the Bucks, and then he, again, you know, this is how, this is, this is the thing about like criminal behaviors. They do it over and over again. So then an Uber driver says that he's like, you know, Travis Kalanick is watching through the cameras in their phone, what the passengers are doing to help, you know, uh, make his product better. And he sees Jameis Winston in the back seat, just, you know, taking his fingers and he, and he smells them and then he fucking reaches and the girl's driving and he reaches around her face and he puts his fingers into her mouth and he's like, suck on my throwing hand. You thought, and she's, <clears throat> she spits his hand out and fucking pulls over and gives him a one star as a passenger. You get, you get an Uber rating as a passenger, by the way, you go open your Uber app and look next to your picture. You have an Uber rating and, and see a lot of, a lot of Uber drivers think you're a faggot, not just me. And so it's probably a four, seven or a four, eight. A lot of older women are surprised that their ratings are four, fives and sixes because they're bossy bitches that rhymed and I just made that up and it just came out and so you know they're always trying to give directions and um it's that's the thing about women they're always trying to give directions give direction to my erection give it an inspection Open your mouth, show me in some inflection, and I'll come in, come in your throat and help with your digestion. You say it right, it'll rhyme. Um, you ain't even that fine.
and your ride's over, it's about fucking time. Now get out of my fucking Uber. Um, Travis Kalanick used to call Uber Boober, by the way. <laughs> your mom's a real Boober Tooth Tiger. Um, but long story short is, let me tell you about Uber and Lyft. So on Lyft, you can write comments in. And you can write like they were stinky or smelly or a piece of shit or whatever. So there's all these people right now. You know, you're afraid of your credit history leaking. There's all these people across the world. They have hundreds and thousands of fucking mean comments attached to their name in the Uber and Lyft apps. And if that data ever leaks, like there's going to be like fucking everyone from Fortune 500 CEOs to fast food workers, men, women, all races combined, whatever. There's going to be a lot of people canceled because it's going to leak that they have like 500 comments of them being mean to their Uber and Lyft drivers and their Uber and Lyft driver calling them a cocksucker or a faggot or lazy or they vaped in my car or they spilled their food or threw up or whatever their behavior is bad or they were racist, misogynistic, sexist, whatever it is. I used to write all the shit all the time. I'd be like, that fucking stinky bitch had a hairy lip and I would press fucking save. I would save to a girl named Claire's fucking name because that's attached to her name forever. She's a stinky bitch with a smelly vagina who has a hairy lip. Is She doesn't even know that right now until it leaks one day. Like she's trying to get a job on LinkedIn or something. They're like, well, let me see your lift comments that are associated with your rides and that's going to depend on whether you're a good person or not. And she's like, what are you talking about? And it just, it, the first comment just says, Claire's a cunt. 2.30 PM fucking Austin, Texas. Explain that comment to me. Can you Claire, what, what was he, what was he referring to when he commented probably wants to fuck me? <laughs> And so this is going to happen eventually in HR is you, you're, for employees, if you're going to have team meetings, they're going to start ranking your behavior in the team meeting of a five star and they're going to comment on what you said and they're going to create pivot table variables and break your behaviors down. And when you get fired, instead of just saying like he, he was late for work three times, they're going to be like his coworkers have called him a fucking, a blowhard fucking just reckless fucking anal retentive asshole and they're over like 15 times and that just I don't even care if you did a good job or not like that's what your coworkers are saying about you your behavior's been ranked a 3.5 out of 5 which is modest it's a B B minus behavior bad behavior and so we got to get rid of you and he's gonna be like what the fuck and you're like we're aggregating our socials community here in pivot tables and we're only going to let people work here who have 4.0 to 5.0 five star behaviors and have over 80 percent positive feedback and comments about them we can't have you working here carl if you're a cocksucker and this is coming in the future, and they do it in China now. They have a rating system. They'll shut your internet off. You can't go to grocery stores if other people have – if you're not like a 4.0, you can't go to the fucking Whole Foods because that's where rich 4.0 people go. And they're going to start breaking that down in movie theaters, small businesses, et cetera. And Yelp and Google reviews and all these things are just the beginning of segregating communities into rating systems and eventually into depopulation and everybody that's 
under like two stars gets gets to be, eat canned COVID people. And I'll give you an example. When I used to drive for Uber, when you get pick someone up who has like a four point five star rating or a four point, they're like the they're Satan. They're fucking the worst of the devil. They're goddamn fucking evil. They're the worst people on earth. They don't look like a cute little blonde haired girl. You'll pick her up. Fucking Jenny, four point fucking four. And you think that's fine. And she'll just be mean as shit. It's too cold in here. We'll change the song. Go right. Go left. Can you stop at McDonald's? Can you do this and that? And it's like, shut the fuck up. And you just want to get her out of your fucking car. And you're like, God damn it. Uber tried to tell me she was a raging fucking juvenile delinquent named Jenny. And you didn't listen. I had one fucking request. It was like a, I think they turn it off after 4.0 on Uber. Like you can't get request Ubers anymore. But I had like, it was like a lift because you double dip on the apps and stuff so you can make more money. And it was like, his name was like TT and it was like a 3.8. And he wanted me to pick him up from the fucking Coward County fucking prison. And I was like, no, like literally I'm picking up the fucking, Deshaun Watson from the airport, like I'm a fucking Panthers coach right now, the fucking, he's off the IR, the internet rapist, God gonna clear my name after he made sure to cancel me and my name, I don't know how that works, um, but yeah, dude, it's crazy, so, FYI, better be careful on your Uber rides and your Lyft rides and you better be on your best behavior and not spill your food and throw up and act like a fucking asshole because they're rating you and ranking you unless you want to be remembered as one for the rest of your fucking life. Bro, when you travel for business, stay at a fucking embassy suites. 5 to 7 p.m., all you can drink happy hour. They have the best breakfast in the morning, French toast, bacon, eggs, sausage, pancakes, Fucking all the milk you can fucking drink. Big rooms, living rooms. They always have a great workout room. They always got great pricing. Stay at a fucking embassy suites. All you can drink, 5 to 7 p.m. Vodka, Jim Beam, whatever you want. You get fucking loaded at the fucking embassy suites for fucking free, bro. Trust me. Bro, these NFL players, by the way, I want to let you know, like... Pretend you make a million dollars, okay? 43% of that is gone. 36-something percent after taxes, and then your workout, and stuff you pay for your body, and then your agent fees, and marketing and things like that, and, and applicable different you know state taxes or whatever. Almost 43% of that is gone, so you're only going to make like $475,000. Uh, just FYI. When you see like a Ted, Teddy Bridgewater, one million, or uh, sorry, one year, six million dollars, he's only going to make like two and a half, three million off that, which is a lot. Don't get me wrong, but um, and then the the other thing I want to mention is that they're paying you to die. That's why they're they're not necessarily paying you because you're talented at football. They are, and you can juke people out and run fast and catch, and really it's the poise under pressure. 
can you control your, you don't get anxiety and social anxieties and stuff. Really the elite people, they don't get anxiety. They're, they have psychopathic qualities. They don't get anxious or anxieties or OCDs or any kind of mental things like that. Um, very clear minded under pressure, poised under pressure. But um, they're paying you to die because you're going to get hit. You're going to break your leg. It's very dangerous. Uh, they're paying you to to not be able to walk later in life, to get dementia and Alzheimer's and concussions. And they're, ba- they're basically paying you um, so that you can save your family, so that you can you can eventually uh, die quicker than than other people and in more horrible ways. Um, different carcinogens and cancers from the steroids and and uh, tremadol and toradol and all the things they inject in your body and the C4 and the pre-workout cancer four times faster C4. Um, or if you put it in a girl's drink, she'll want cock four times more. <laughs> Brad's fire salute to flame it. Um, but that's what they're paying you for. Uh, just FYI. So, you know, and you're going to blow it all because you're a fucking idiot. You could just put it in fang stocks, apple stocks, etc. and live off dividends. But you're going to buy Bitcoin with it. Because you think that being Bitcoin means you're a, you're a baller and you're going to be a billionaire, but it really just it should be called broke coin. <laughs> get your fourth dose of the COVID vaccine shot. You know, like this is what I don't get about the liberal Democratic people and the and the PETA people. It's like don't eat meat with like growth hormones in it that are injected with fucking proteins, right? Like mutated fucking cows and and all these chickens that are two times as big as regular chickens and so you know like don't do all that but let's inject all the humans on earth and if we're gonna fucking start cannibalizing each other which hollywood is trying to make cool and socially acceptable and trying to tell you that yes political elites do eat humans and do drink blood and that it's the hardest drug on earth it's better than fucking acid or whatever you can you know think of that you microdosing in in silicon valley to you know adderall which the hardest adderall is a pink tab adderall by the way that shit is fucking crazy don't go shopping at walmart on a pink tab because you won't have fun because you won't be hungry and want to eat you'll just be fucking edgy the whole time and you can't get the groceries you want to get like Elmer Fudd double stuffed cookies and and uh strawberry uh pop carts and cinnamon rolls and eggs and bacon and hamburger meat and chicken and fucking spaghetti and meatballs you can't you won't get all those things because you won't be hungry you won't have good recipe ideas ideas on Adderall but they're trying to normalize cannibalism and they're trying to tell us that yes, it's a real thing. And it's like serial killers. It's like humans kill each other all the fucking time, you know, and then they get mad at fucking serial killers. It's like, well, you know, you can't, you're not going to tell everyone they're not a fucking animal asshole. And, uh, but then it's like, if we're going to start eating humans, and they're going to have all these COVID shots in them. We're going to get sick. We're like infecting our meat. And we're, and the COVID shots are going to make the meat go bad. 
unless unless the COVID shots are preservative, you know, something they would put in a in like a can of like uh, raviolis to make sure you know you can donate it to a your food drive. That's the thing about food drives is you're donating like bags of chips and saltine and crackers and shit. So what kind of food are they fucking making the orphans eat? Like, do they just eat nachos every night? I don't, has anyone ever donated a fucking, a nice steak to a fucking, a charity? You, you, you get what the Salvation Army, does anyone ever drop up a pack of full fucking filet mignons? No. They're always donating fucking cream of mushroom soup. So is that what you're going to put? They're just eating fucking gross shit all the time. I mean, no wonder they stay homeless and poor and stuff. Because you're just giving them this fucking slop to eat. Like, they're pigs. They can't grow up and get big and strong. They can't think clearly. They got fucking hungry bellies, dude. Filled with stale chips and Doritos and shit. No wonder they're dumb. They're just eating Doritos all fucking day. No nutrients in there. But maybe the COVID vaccine, maybe it's got preservatives in it. Maybe humans will, I don't know, maybe they'll live, maybe we'll live um, longer, like a, like a can of fucking, like how you can eat a can of soup after like seven years, you know? I don't know what the answer is. I just know that that Pfizer CEO is making a lot of goddamn fucking money. And they're going to keep marketing out. They're going to bring COVID back. Have you already seen the Delta Omicron? Have you seen this shit that's coming for us? Supposedly, there's this big black blob under under Africa. Real thing. Look it up. Google it. A big black lava blob that's bigger than Mount Everest is rising to the surface in Africa. Middle Earth, Agartha has had enough and they're fucking sick of it, and the blob is just rising from the fucking ground in Africa. I don't I don't know much more than that. I just wanted to bring that to your attention so you can go Google it, because it looks fucking crazy. They said the blob is, like, bigger than continents. So, I don't know. We spend all this time looking at asteroids. They're going to hit Earth and kill dinosaurs, and then a blob just going to come, and it's just going to coat a little duck in the show Saved by the Bell with fucking tar. And, you know, it's like we can't, that's why we can't have oil in America. It's because fucking Zach Morris wants to save the fucking ducks. You know, little towns in Montana, they, uh, when they open up like the, the, the oil pipelines and shit in North Dakota and South Dakota and all that, they become these little cities and all the whores across America, they move there and they fuck the oil rig guys and they make hundreds of thousands of dollars in strip clubs and they give each other fucking STDs and chlamydia and no one cares. It just turns into a straight up like North Dakota, Las Vegas brothel, fucking big oil town. And they open, they bring food trucks up there and it's really crazy. They all get addicted to fentanyl and shit. You know, if you want to be a serial killer in 2022, fuck, and you're like fucking a girl, you're an oil guy, you're in North Dakota, and you're fucking a stripper, 
and you just slap a fentanyl patch on her back. She's not even going to know it's there, and then she's going to throw up a, a couple hours later. Oh, what's, what's, what is this? You know, be careful out there doing gummies, too, because they're, I'm telling you, they're, met, they're melting fentanyl into that shit. And you're just eating them because you're fucking kids or like gummy bears and shit. And you're eating. That's why you're getting so high. It's not weed anymore. It's not liquid hash oil. It's fucking. They're putting fentanyl in the fucking weed gummies and shit. Be careful about that too. I just want to let you know. Fans die from fentanyl. All the time. Because they're not. They fucking. They're always, like, addicted to fucking drinking and cigarettes, and they have weird vices and shit. That's why they're fans, and they never became, like, athletes or went D1 or anything, because they're always, like, make decisions that lead them to dying instead of decisions that lead them to D1. You you know what I mean? Now, this is the real reason we, we don't do oil in America is because... When, when humans die, when we put them in the earth, okay, their bodies, right, the skin, the material, uh, people, part of us, the, the bugs and the insects and everything eat it. And then the bones become fossil. And so through hundreds and thousands of years of, of Native American Indians dying, and then through slavery and and all the all the different um, white plantation owners who died, and they all we thought they we thought it was like the movie Avatar. Okay, if you were a plantation owner, you were gonna you were gonna reincarnate as a plant, like an actual like one you could get from Home Depot that would oh, you would turn into a flower. And you'd Right. What happens is this big black blob that's sponsored by BLM that's rising up under Africa is all the people who have ever died in the world. Their their bodies have become this this um, big black blob force of nature and the dead are returning from the depths of hell. And they're going to fucking, they're going to smother us. I'm talking everyone's just going to be coated in fucking jelly, petroleum jelly. And it's just going to incinerate your bones and your skin. And this big black blob is just going to come up from the earth. It's going to burn all the houses down, all the trees, all the fucking... Everything on earth, the dinosaur, their fossil and bones and dinosaur skins in the blob, fucking all this blob is going to come back. And that's why they don't want to drill in America. It's because they know it's just a fucking blob of all our ancestors. And if we open just one hole, it'll open a CERN portal from hell and all the demons in this blob will come back to earth. And fucking kill everyone on the planet. And so they wanted to start in third world countries first, like Africa 
And so that way they can fucking, you know, through imperialism, just start building McDonald's and Whataburgers and Targets and Walmarts and shit and eventually drop footballs off over there. and They start playing like the Jags will play the Dolphins and fucking uh, Zambia. And and so this this blob is going to rise up. It's going to scorch the earth like when the Russians started a two front war and they would just burn the, the vegetation and the, and the, the soldiers had nothing to eat and they would die from frostbite and the cold and the snow. And, and so the, the white people in the snow would give them frostbite and snow actually is acidic because it comes from the precipitation in the clouds that, that from our fossil fuels and they pollute the, the air and the clouds, the rain is acidic and it rains down, turns into snow. And so the snow actually eats the dead corpse bodies. So the white people come down as snow. And then there's this big black blob coming back up from hell and the two, the, and so one day the, the blob is going to be covering earth, like a big black blob ocean, just burning everything down. People are going to be hiding in trees. Like it's a movie tremors and on top of roofs, like floating down the blob, like a fake hurricane that was shot out of a heart machine started and they dropped electrons and protons and neutrons in the clouds. And they start these hurricanes and they send hurricanes to each other, not nuclear bombs anymore. And, and so People are going to be floating down the the street in these fucking blobs on top of their houses. And it's going to get them. It's going to get them. Okay, it's going to get these fucking white people. And and then it's going to start snowing. And the snow is going to hit the blob. And you're just going to hear sizzling. And there's going to be a white snow, black blob, yin-yang race war. Okay. And that's what Joe Biden's trying to prevent. If you're following me. All right. And so we got a. I don't know what the answer is. Could you imagine just like. You know, it's going to be the end of the world and there's going to be a, a guy just butt fucking a hot bitch in a bunker. But maybe, maybe the blob is incinerating those bunkers. The Illuminati has used the devil and Satan and they've conjured up the souls of any diverse group that has ever died. And they've created this big, dark, like black blob and they're all coming back as revenge unless like the Biden administration and Kamala Harris, who's done nothing. If she can somehow convince Joe Biden to pass a reparations bill, then the black blob will just turn back into ocean water, but they're not there. It's going to rise up and it's going to incinerate and take over the entire earth. And then an ice age is going to come and it's going to freeze that and is this crazy part is all that's going to be left on earth. It's just going to look like a perfectly paved asphalt sidewalk in the earth. When they look at it from space, it's going to look like a fucking, like an N one basketball. 
this is the shit that QAnon should have told you. All right. And if you have any more questions, feel free to ask. All right. But that's what's that's what's gonna happen. And that the elites, they can only fly around in the helicopters for so long. And the airplanes and stay off the ground. And I know they have these planes that can stay in the air for up to fucking five days and stuff, things like that. Eventually they're gonna have to land. Alright, and this black blob will reach up and it'll grab a fucking it'll grab a seagull foot. And just suck it right in. It's like venom. It's like a symbiote. I can reach out and just suck it right in. Okay. The first person that blob's going to eat is Jerry Jones. Of the Cowboys. Nobody hired Byron Leftwich because he's a piece of shit coach, like I told you. Brian Flores is like a fucking consultant for the Steelers. No one gives a shit about his fucking lawsuit. And that's it, dude. I want you guys to have a great fucking, a great fucking day. You have a great life. Do the best you can. All right. Make sure you read Donald Trump Jr. tweets every day. It's just him saying to cancel your cable and download Patriot Mobile and shit so you can just watch old World War II footage on your fucking TV the whole time. Narrated by Gene Hackman. And fucking, you can just, all you can watch is fucking old movies. And you, you're, you're like, God, I don't want to watch the movie Tombstone fucking again. Jesus Christ, I want to watch fucking Below Deck or something. And So go get Patreon. Go, get, try to download the Truth Social app and you can be number 1,798,000 to join it. And then, um, you know... Try not to think about porn while you're fucking your wife. It'll distract you from coming because, like, of her being alive and being your wife and that you actually love her. And it's, like, a sincere, you know, you're actually coming because you care and not just because you like porn. And change your oil in your car. You know, put a little half cord in there. All right? Put some air in your tires. Delete your web browser history on your phone once a day. Close the web close the web pages out on your phone. Don't just leave them up. Don't download a bunch of apps and have them on your phone. Like where you just have every app ever created on your phone. Don't do that. Just have the ones you like and use. Every once in a while, delete TikTok or Instagram from your phone. Just take a little break. Listen to binaural beats in the morning so it would calm your brain, remove OCD, remove negative energy, get get that out of your spirit and soul. All right. Two cups of coffee. You don't need much more than that. 38 bottles of water a day is good. Make sure you pee a lot. Your pee is yellow. It means you need to pee more and drink more until it's clear. And uh, 
Make sure you vacuum, do your laundry. Make sure your house is clean. Get your stuff in for your taxes. All right. All 37 W-2s from all your PayPal and Cash apps and Acorns app and all that. And besides that, I want you to fuck off. Remember who you are. Look, bro, I know you want to fill a clear restaurant ketchup bottle up with baby oil. Shove it in a girl's ass and have her fart clear liquid and anal fart fountain into your mouth. And you guzzle it, swallow a little down, spit some out in her face. And... That doesn't make you a that doesn't make you a fucking Democrat, okay? You're still a Republican, all right? A Republican, f fucking. <laughs> You're a fucking Republican.